0: My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, Episode Eight, starts now. Yeah, let's back. Uh huh. Coming up, was confused. My mom the girl.
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing'll dry that pussy up faster than talking
2: about your fantasy football team. That's number one. Right. Confusing the curse coming up in the cold world.
0: Hello, and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy podcast. This is B. We are... This is show number eight, everybody. Podcast number eight. Coming really close to football season. We got about two weeks before everybody has to draft for fantasy. Two and a half weeks before the season starts. I'm joined right now by Jay Maddie. Yo, what's going on, fellas? By Dog. What's
3: poppin'?
0: Dog's back from Hawaii, everybody. And... Once again, illustrious filmmaker Dale Stelly of Stelly Entertainment. Go right ahead, Dale.
3: West up, Raider Nation. (laughs) Glad to have you
1: back. Raider Nation. We got two of them in here.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. the, the, The myopic Raider fans that always see things that other people don't see. But anyway, before we get into the fantasy stuff and everything else we talk about, we always like to check in. Doggy, as I mentioned, got back from Hawaii. A lot of people leave things behind. This is a trip where... Doggy, were you left behind in Hawaii?
4: No, I wasn't left behind, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Because I'm the man of the house, you feel me? I sent my wife home. You know, I sent her home, you know what I'm saying? Because I wanted more time to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy rolling around the bed, you know, bopping and shit. <laughs> Wait,
0: chilling. tell them what bopping is, please. Oh, uh,
4: you know, choking the turkey. Uh, you know, uh, gobble, yeah, gobble. a turkey. Ooh, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. So I got to send the myself. wife home for that. No, just I you know, right I just, next,
1: right next to. No,
4: I just wanted to bed. have a good time freely by myself, naked in the bed, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> what a you visual! Know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just uh, you know, some me time before I got back home to this crazy ass mediation I had to go through. You know what I'm saying. So I just had to get my damn mind right. Got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying. So she pulled my bluff one night. She was like, "Well, you know, why don't you just stay for another five days? Or why don't you just stay?" I said, "Okay." so i was fucked up i went in and booked the ticket you know and i stayed i pulled her motherfucking car like you know hey i'm about to kick it you know what i'm saying
1: how'd that work out for you
4: uh well she was she took my keys she was acting like (laughs) i couldn't come back home i said so you're trying to tell me i can't come back home to my house i had her on recording you know so you know she got over it you know what i mean because she ain't going nowhere man (laughs)
0: Yeah, you know? I Everybody wants to know because I'm I'm the, I'm the big fish. B. I, I'm the uh, big catch. <laughs> yes, we we've heard, and as as Vegas approaches, you're going to hear the big fish reference more and more. But and we'll explain that later. But everybody is wondering what that conversation goes like. Because let me just tell you how I found out that he was in Hawaii by himself. We're talking actually about, of course, mock drafting on the phone. We're talking, and he says, "Yeah, man, I've been doing these drafts." I'm like, "Well, is your wife?" Gonna have an issue. You guys are in Hawaii. You guys should be alone and having a good time, romance, whatever. He's like, "Oh no, she's gone." <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's a
1: sidebar to the whole. Yeah, I mean, he buried the lead, <laughs> yeah, you know. Man. So totally yeah. buried the lead. Yeah.
0: So I was sitting there, and I'm trying to figure out how that all works out. What is the conversation like when you get back home? That's that's my thing. Like, oh, what... she tried to pick
4: any little argument and all this shit. You know, basically. You know, I put that shit to rest, man. You know what I'm saying? I I wear the pants in the family, and it's going to go my way or, you know, no way. There it is. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I love her. You know what I'm saying? She cool. But, hey, this is how it's going to crack because you only live once. That's
0: true. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a real man and a a real boss. And a real boss. And a happy couple as of this minute, right? You guys are separated or not separated as of right now. Yeah, I'll ask you again if I've been yeah, kind of personal. Yeah. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I'm like All right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like yes. Don Lemon trying to talk Melania into getting a divorce from Donald Trump. But we'll get to that later, folks. Uh, my issue, and again, I've spent a lot of time on Twitter. It, it, I'm closely getting to 500 followers. Thanks everybody for getting there. It's been a it's been a Big show. long haul. Yeah, I've been, I, in a short time, I've, I've mastered this as a middle aged man on Twitter trying to figure this out, up to 500 followers. And we're, we're getting bigger, little by little. The show and, of course, my Twitter account. But the thing I'm noticing on Twitter, it's a phenomenon. It's women, I guess, don't say sorry. Like, they don't. And and I knew that because my wife doesn't. Women on Twitter don't say sorry no, to you? No, no, no.
2: <laughs> I'm talking about in relationships. What are you doing to these?
0: No, in relationships, uh-huh. um, you're dealing with people that there's a couple of things on twitter this week where it was just like what happens when your wife says sorry or how does she say sorry and guys are like what like that fucking never happens <laughs> and there was a, and you see i felt for a moment what twitter was supposed to be about because there was a unifying point and all that it's like i felt i was like one of the group i was like holy shit my wife never says sorry for shit either and she'll be dead ass wrong about stuff and the only thing i get really is instead in lieu of an apology
1: i get sex and it's like Well, that, i mean come on and, I, well, and you see, and though. we're dumb that's enough a win.
0: but that's the thing we're dumb enough instead of to settle for that i
1: get i get i'm sorry i'll i'll trade you
0: yeah i, I mean, but you see that's how they have <laughs> us beat <laughs> is we fall for the sex thing all the time and the sorry thing it's gets not
1: falling for it you're you're, you're making you're that deal in your mind it
0: just seems to me that if i could get in and, and i don't want to lose the sex folks i like the sex the sex is good but in addition to that, I want the sorry or some some word of some sort. That- that's, just, that's just pride fucking with you. Man.
2: Fuck pride.
1: I know, that's all that is. Yeah. Take the sex. Take the sex. And yeah, yeah hold the. That's hands. a win. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Don't okay, complain. Yeah. Can I tell you how it goes in my house? Have at it. Yeah. All right. So, so the bride will come home from work and she'll say something like, she something like, "I want to go for ice cream." You want to go for ice cream? And I'll say something like. Well, not really, but I'll take you for ice cream. And then sure say something like, well, I don't want to go for ice cream if you don't want ice cream. Oh, Jesus. And I'll say something like, well, I can't make myself want ice cream, but if you want ice cream, I'll take you for ice cream. Jesus. And then sure say, but you said last night we were going to go for ice cream. <laughs> and then I'll say, I don't see how that matters. I'll take you for ice cream now. And then sure, give me the silent treatment for three days. And then I'll be forced to sleep on our booger infested couch where my six-year-old has been hiding his boogers mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll do it. And then three days later, she'll come out of the room crying, and she'll sit on my lap, and she'll say, I'm sorry. I'll take the blowjob and the sex over that three-day banishment to the couch and uh, no apology. Maybe I'm being a whiner. Maybe I should just be quiet and take the sex. I mean, you're being like most of America these days. Jay Maddie said
4: the sex and the blowjob.
0: Is a different? That's a double. double
1: no, I tipper. just I just get that I'm sorry and and should cry and you know when a woman cries, man, no, it's a bad deal.
0: You 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 lose you lose yeah, yeah, every yeah, bit yeah, of leverage. Yeah, and it's not yeah, fair because if if you cry, then she might leave you that yeah. night. Yeah,
1: yeah. The yeah. Blowjobs
0: the best, especially the bare as a man you can
1: job. cry mm-hmm. one time mm-hmm. and that's going to get you out of any situation because yeah. she's never seen that before, right? You cry one time, you break out one cry, that's getting you out of almost anything. Yeah. But the second time you cry, now now you're soft. If you're a repeat offender. Now you're soft and she's going to trade you in. In, I know what she'll do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She'll take advantage
0: of your vulnerability and then leave you. (laughs) Probably sleep with your brother
2: or your friend or one of those people. Oh, my God.
0: Something like that. (laughs) But anyway, um, draft time. You know, we'll be going to Vegas next week. We'll be in a draft. I keep screwing the weeks up. We'll be in a draft in a couple of weeks. And... The world is just basically gripping for this fantasy draft stuff. Everyone is on Twitter blowing up saying, hey, do well, you like Mixon or Jordan Howard? Well, I've gone back and forth on that, but I like Mixon now. But anyway, those are the sorts of issues that you're dealing with. As we go to Vegas, let's talk about each, each person's approach to the draft. I know Jay Maddie's going to say, just pick the best player
1: available. Yeah, How you know what I'm going to say because I bond it. He's been playing long. I might than say some of version of, of that, that. but I'm I more than that. Okay, well what about then, Dale? do you play fantasy football?
3: I have would be in the past. I have that's right. Recently, that's I'm right. Definitely well, want to get back
4: into it. Let's start with dog. What, what do you got? Well, for me, get two running backs out to jump. I don't give a fuck what position you pick in. That's my motto. You know what I'm saying? Just get two running backs out to jump, and then everything else will work itself out. You know, so that's what I would do. You know, that's going to be my approach in the draft. And, you know, I'm a former champion. <laughs> you know, uh, I've always made the playoffs. Experience. I'm on the top tier of the fucking Coxman League. You know what I'm saying? That's what our so league name is, the Coxman. Everybody fears me, you know, when I come up to him and play. You Nobody know, Matt's, fears Matt's him, beat on. me in the fucking championship on luck, though. But other than that, luck. shit, you know, get two running backs, get two hogs, this year, because the wide receiver group is deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The wide receiver group is deep. And start handcuffing running backs at the end of the draft. Start handcuffing them. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget about Chris Carson. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to be a number one back, and then nobody's really you know talking about him too much. He's going to be a number one back in Seattle. So, And then AP is back, baby, all day. All day. All day is a Washington Redskin right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He looked good today. So, I, don't,
1: I don't draft running – two rules of running backs. I won't draft a running back who's over 30 unless he's a third down back, which AP rare. is not. Right. Yeah. And I won't draft a running back who enjoys beating children. What? So AP's off the board. <laughs> Such a smooth transition. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, come on. I mean, what can you, you say? You
0: got to have some ethics. Bed, yeah, right? You know, with that, AP should not have gone to the switch. That the switch is some shit that you know Oh school our, our shit. Par- our parents had to. Experience. And we used to get no, I mean, fucked I mean, up with the switch. Was, yeah, that, that, was that was just the, straight up violence. That was, just that was little, yeah. some Ray Rice yeah. shit. I, I get disappointed. No, it I wasn't get, Ray Rice. Yeah. I it was I a get kid. Started. It was a little kid. When the kid's testicles get beat, yeah. Part of, yeah, that that he he shouldn't have gone with the. That's switch. That's a bad dude. I can't have him on my team. Yeah, and, and you see, that's going to be funny as as fantasy seasons go along. You deal with morality in terms of who you should have on if the guy's an asshole and if he could give you a certain
1: amount now, of points. No, let's be real. When it, when it, when it's fantasy football, if 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 AP can get you 20 a game, you're going <laughs> to take, take him. him. I'd take All him. Right. But it's I'm terrible just saying in principle, that, but it's true. if if I was running a franchise, I wouldn't have that guy on my team. I think it's sure. a bad look. Yeah, just yeah. like I don't listen yeah. to Michael Jackson anymore. <laughs> Fuck
2: it. What? <laughs>
1: Anyway, okay. uh, other than that, almost everything else Dog said I, I disagree with. Oh wow. Pretty much all of it. <laughs> he okay. always with me. Of course. <laughs> okay. But this is what the show is for, is to give people you can't a shot. just you can't just draft two running backs just for the sake of getting two running backs. Now, you got if if you're in the, the top half of the first round, if you get like in the first six slots where I am, then you gotta take a running back. Because there's there's basically like five, maybe six stud running backs. And you're not going to win without a stud running back. So if you can get one of those guys, get them. But after that, you just you got to get the best best player available. My strategy is what I like to do is I look at where I'm drafting, and I look at where my next pick is, and then I print out the average draft position, right? So I'm drafting second, then I'm drafting 23rd, and then like 26th and 47th, something mm-hmm. like that. So... My second pick, I'm going to get a stud runner, right? I'm going to get Bell or I'm going to get Gurley. Wait, your second pick? My first pick. I'm going to get get Bell or Gurley with that second pick, Mm -hmm. right? After that, I'm uh, I'm drafting 23rd. So I'm going to look at everybody who's coming up before my third pick, which is at number 47, and I'm going to take the best player available in that ADP range. If he's at 47 or above that, I know I might be able to get him with my third pick. Right, But I'm just looking at who falls in the ADP, who's going around that time when I'm drafting, and I'll take the best guy, whether he's rated third or he's rated 46th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that guy when my turn comes around. Yeah, yeah,
0: That's, that's totally, my strategy. Yeah. Well, th- and I'll take pieces from each. ADP, extremely important for me. But also two backs are extremely important for me. Running back is the most important position you'll have in fantasy. Don't listen to zero running back theories. They're full of shit. Don't do it, okay? Go get your first two backs – picks one and two like dog said you're you're drafting for stud backs like maddie said but you're also drafting for volume if you can get a third a a, a running back that plays three downs and he may not be a stud yet you're looking at guys like today news came out that not one of my favorites lamar miller maybe a three down back that may raise his stock a little bit because percentages if he's in the game longer he has more of a chance to touch the ball affect your points, and go for it. So anyway, two two backs, first two rounds. Third round, go grab yourself a receiver. Fourth round, check and see if there's another running back. The idea is to try to get three backs, one in your flex as well. You want to try and get three backs out of this draft that are worth it. Now, the problem with that is, by the time you might come around with the fourth pick, it may not be a, a chance where his ADP matches where you are, meaning that You don't want to take a back higher, too much higher than you should. And you guys can pay attention to the various ADPs out there, the Matthew Berries, the Fabianos, whatever you want to do. Whoever you believe. Form your own opinion, figure it out. But ideally, you want to get a back there. If it's too high, then you go by dominance of position. If there's a dominant tight end out there that's more dominant than a receiver out there, grab him. And the same thing applies for quarterback or whatever. Fourth round is when if there's nobody else that, out there that is on your list that you must have that's when you start looking at an Aaron Rodgers to go for, you know, the big play. Get that Aaron I
1: disagree with everything you're saying. Well, God, no, that's I'm good. Clean up in that's this league.
0: what this show is about. We give people various options and so on and so forth. But you get Aaron Rodgers is your home run in the fourth if there is no one else including like I said, ideally you want to back there. But if there's no receiver there or tight end there that you are dying to have. You start to go ahead and pick off that quarterback. You go ahead and get it your Aaron Rodgers or your top-tier guy if you want a Tom Brady. And I, I'm sorry, Tom Brady. You have snuck back into my targeted list. I did not you know, believe in you before. I found out you ate ass, and now I'm a fan again. you damn right. So I'm sorry. Ever since I found that out, I've been looking at him differently. So Tom Brady, I'll give you one more year. And actually, when you think about it, who else? what
1: else are the Patriots going to do but rely on Tom Brady this year? He's got no weapons this year. It doesn't matter. He's going to do it all by himself. No weapons. Yeah, he he's just that. Determined. I like him. I'm just saying, there, there's no weapons. They might be no. running the ball more this
0: year. I and and that goes to a draft commandment. That's probably like commandment number eleven. If
1: Gronk goes down like he does every year, they're in big they, trouble. They might be. Not really? But who else they got?
4: Just catch the motherfucker. Yeah, throw rock. the
1: ball to Chris Hogan. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, come on. He's gonna make somebody,
4: somebody's gonna pick him up in the draft. Wait, I, can I Later. comment on
1: your, your no, no, no go running right back ahead. theory? Okay, no, go ahead. you say don't do the no running back theory. Don't do it. If you can get a stud running back, you sure. gotta get him. Yes. After that, you know, you can you can get good running backs late. You can get I mean, look at the last few years. Rookies have been killing it. Mm-hmm. You can you can pick up the rookies and, and five, six, seven, eight rounds and beyond. Backup guys, guys get hurt. I like I like the no running back theory. I don't I don't I, I like it in combination with if you can pick a stud mm-hmm. and then sit on backs till the end of your draft after that. Let me tell you only You only need two running backs. Your 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 um your flex positions are typically gonna get filled by receivers.
0: I need a running back there because again, it's the most important position. They can score more ways than a receiver. But if can.
1: I get if I get Le'Veon Bell with the number two pick, right, and then no, Bell, no, no, you're not gonna get him with the, with the number two pick. I'm gonna starts, get Le'Veon. Oh, Bell. Uh, sorry, with the number two right? pick of the draft, and then okay. I take, and then the next four rounds come around, and I get in the second round, let's say I get Gronk, right, and then I mm. get two stud receivers. I'm loaded, right? I and then round seven, I take some rookie, and then by week eight, he's starting and and carrying the ball 25 times a week. Home run. That's,
0: league over There's a lot of ifs the I would is, pass no, But it like happens every out. year It
1: happens every year Half but, the okay. running backs In the league get hurt Sure you know, But you
0: have to pick The right one
1: And you have to be In the right position On your waiver wire To get that What I'm saying is Well it depends How your waiver wire Is set up If, yeah. if, it, if it's a, a bidding league Yeah it comes down To strategy Yeah If, if it's sure. one of those Rolling kinds But those are garbage But what I'm saying is Don't leave it to chance The running backs most
0: important To position You can score The most ways With the running backs They're catching They're running They're doing whatever who,
1: who's one guy you guys are, like, eyeing as, like, a, somebody you're eyeing heading into the draft right now who most people might not be thinking about? The, who you're targeting, like, in, in the later rounds, who you think is going to make your team? Marshawn Lynch for I me. I was about to say the same thing. Oh, a couple, couple Raiders. Raider Raiders, yeah. you can't believe no, a Raider
4: fan. not because I'm biased, because of the system. Mm-hmm. Because of John Gruden.
1: Yeah, now if it was last year, no. I, I heard that that they, that they're uh, giving Doug Martin a lot of
4: a lot of time. When mm-hmm. when you get inside that ten, Marshawn Lynch is getting a motherfucking rock.
0: Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Inside
3: the ten, it's a win. Yeah,
4: you know what I'm saying. So that's what you want to do.
0: Yeah, no. Right now, lately for me it has been Marvin Jones, and I'll tell you why. Marvin Jones, ideally, I do not go after people who are not number one receivers. Technically, Gordon, uh, what is it? Tate, Golden Tate is the number one receiver in Detroit. Marvin Jones gets he, gives you the production of a number one receiver while getting minimal opportunities.
4: He does shine.
0: He shines. So if I and again, this follows my technique. If I want two backs, if I want to start early, and I can get Marvin Jones with that fourth pick, I gotta look at it. Now Lately in the mock drafts, has been going where Aaron Rodgers is available, and then I have to make a decision between Aaron Rodgers and Marvin Jones. I'm
1: going to take Rodgers fourth round. That's too soon for a quarterback.
0: You, you got the thing is if you have a shot at the premier player, and again, do, you drive by dominance of position after about your set, first two picks. If you have a shot at Aaron Rodgers in the fourth round, no earlier than fourth. I think you would.
1: I you know I don't think you can go wrong taking him because okay, you, you can also get like a, a Travis Kelsey in the fourth round, all right? And the the drop-off between Kelsey and the next tight end is way bigger than the drop-off between Brady and the next nine quarterbacks. Sure. But,
0: you see, if you're drafting that way, if you're drafting with running backs, you're counting on less points from your tight end. If you have Aaron Rodgers, and say, for instance, you had, uh, I don't know, I, what did I do the other day? I did David Johnson mixing... Um, and who was my receiver? Like I ended up with like a. I
1: mean, did you draft an art? You're in the No, you did I did my, my mock. draft.
0: I ended up with who was my first running back? Or my first receiver was like uh, uh, Fitzgerald or somebody, all right? And then you come back and you get Aaron Rodgers. Then all of a sudden, my tight end isn't as important to me, right? That's what I'm saying. Is that you go for the big money early because coming out of the draft, and everybody has their theories. The best theory, you want to go one and oh. Out of the league. You want to draft better than everybody else in the league to get that first victory. Because as you start accumulating losses, like while guys are waiting for players to get healthy and taking risks on Josh Gordon, whatever else, and they're accumulating losses, you are now making a case to get a bye in the first week of the playoffs, which is what everybody wants.
4: Or coming off suspensions.
0: Or, yeah, you don't want to f- fuck with anybody from suspensions. <laughs> you don't want to draft a New England Patriots running back because – you don't know what Bill Belichick is going to do. I am a Jonas Gray victim from years ago where Jonas Gray scored three touchdowns one week and then did not play at all the next. So you stay away from him. But your third pick, like I said, you go receiver. Fourth pick, you're looking for a back, but you draft according to dominance. You go fourth, pretty much five through seven through for dominance. As you start getting to eight and nine, you go ahead and get your, your kicker at eight. People aren't gonna believe that. You go ahead and get Greg Zerline because he's that's, going. That's terrible. I'm telling you, you get Greg I Zerline. Say, pick a dumbest fantasy. Comment no, I'm I've trying ever heard. to tell you. I, I can't
1: believe you said that, B.
0: Dude, you get you're you're, play, you're playing for week one. Is what you're doing?
1: I, I think you just invalidated our whole podcast. I'm
0: telling you, Zerline, <laughs> and then a defense. You finish out your roster before yeah. you right. go to the bench. Unless when you get to pick nine then maybe, if you don't necessarily need the defense, maybe go grab Isaiah Crowell at 9. No, but you, you go get a premier kicker at 8. To I mean, these kickers are pulling in 10 points a game. And again, if you've got Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and uh, Mixon, you're counting on less from All the right. rest of the team. Yeah, you go with that strategy. it's a good idea. I won the chip last
1: year with that strategy. All I'm right. just trying to tell you. A guy I'm, 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 I'm,
2: I'm eyeing up, yeah.
1: James Washington. And, yes, that's heard a homer a lot, pick, heard, but, let, yeah, but let me tell a you why. Steeler fan. Okay. Oh,
4: okay. I was about to say, who the fuck is All that? Right. But this is a
1: guy you're going to be able to get in, like, round 14 or 15, right? But look at the way the Steelers have drafted receivers, okay? Over, over the years, in the last decade, Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown, uh, Juju last year, um, every sing- uh, Martavius Bryant, every single receiver they've drafted in the last 10 years, has been a stud. Everyone, they don't miss. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this guy, you know, Juju last year was a, what was he, a third-round pick, and he was the number one uh, fantasy rookie receiver. Yeah, Same thing's going to happen here. This guy's going to step in. He's going to be the the third receiver on the Steelers. He's going to catch a lot of balls. But Juju, right,
4: bringing up Juju, Mm -hmm. man, just like you go ahead and get those two backs, Juju's going to be
1: there. Yeah, but Juju, everybody's Juju's high on Juju. Piece. He, you, you're gonna, people are reaching on him. You are right? He's not, he's not good value. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, he's probably going reaching on him. But I think they're third gambling, round. You know, like. I think that's too high for a backup receiver or for a second receiver on a team. Yeah, he's actually a third receiver on the team because they go to they go to Bell more than they well, go to him.
4: Bell to me, I would pass on Bell. I would get David Johnson this year. Be um, just to the simple fact, Bell. Doesn't have a good relationship with the front office. Is he going to give you one hundred? Is he going to give you one hundred percent? No, let me tell you something. Is, is yes, Le'Veon Bell going to give you one hundred percent. He's going to give it. Ass is getting all this money, and you don't even want to come to practice. You're letting your teammates down. You're letting the coaching staffs down. You're letting the Roonies down. You're letting everybody there, down listen, in the Steeler man. fucking nation and the terrible bullshit towel they have right hey the thing, <laughs> is, the thing is i would pass on him because of the camaraderie he has with the organization which is shit you're he really doesn't want to be Tell there i can jump mentally is- right and wh- what i would do is i would go after david johnson i would go after Girlie, exactly first pick if you're smart in your drafts and you have the number one pick get girly fuck Le'Veon bell Get girly, all right, girl. Lamey Le- Le- on Bell. He started so fucking slow he's last on year.
0: One. This no, no. He started slow last year. He's back from Hawaii and he's ready. No, and he, no. And, Le- Leon,
4: and you know it too, Matt. <laughs> all right, Jay, listen, Matt, look, Le'Veon uh, Bell me started. <laughs> he started slow last year, and you know this. I don't have time for my number one pick to start slow.
1: Right. I want to win week one. All right, week listen, one. Listen, Go ahead. on Bell, all the reasons you said not to draft him are the reasons you do draft him. Number one, he, he's sitting out the whole preseason, right? So he's coming in fresh. He's less likely to get injured. Number two, he's at the strip club. Number two, <laughs> number two, he's got no contract. He still has not gotten the big money. He's he's franchise tagged for the second year in a row. He's leaving the Steelers after this year, right? So he's going to be running hard. He's running for he's in his contract year. He's going to be running hard. He wants to get paid. Right? right? He wants to be the highest paid back in the league. So he's, he's going to be gonna running hard. Number three, the Steelers know he's not coming back. They're not worried about his health. They're going to hand him the ball 700 times. They might and not. And run him into the ground. They
4: might not. Because that number 30, who's w- number 30 take, on your team? I would take
1: Gurley first, but Bell's the number 30. you damn two guy. right. You would
4: take Gurley first. Bell's who's number, number 30?
1: Two? What's uh, his
4: name? Connor? Connor. Connor's been running the motherfucking rock. That, Connor looks good.
2: I've
4: okay. been watching you guys, I've been beeping you guys.
0: Connor looks good. Yeah. Le'Veon, sit your ass on the bench. That's not, all right, let's move on. No, and actually, I agree with Maddie there. Gurley's my number one, Bell is my number two.
4: I I would pass on Bell. If I was the number two pick, I'd get David Johnson. David Johnson is running with force, he's running hard.
1: He's showing his teammates I'm there. Le'Veon Bell has changed the way people teach the running back position.
4: Well, Le'Veon Bell, what he's doing now for my fantasy team, I'm not picking them when my bread is on the line. You know what I'm saying? But I understand what Le'Veon Bell is doing personally and for his life and for his livelihood and for and his family. And that's why you pick him. No. Everything's on the line. No, 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 no. I'm All picking right. somebody that's full force going in. You know what I'm
2: saying? Okay. You take David Marshall Johnson. Lynch. I'll take no,
4: Le'Veon Bell. No, I said David Johnson, J. Maddie. No. Okay. I would take <laughs> David Johnson over Le'Veon Bell. All right. Don't act like I ain't you know
0: not a champion in this. Mother. Oh well, Maddie's. A, we're, you got three champions here, yeah, all he three bits of us. Right. So you don't our act advice is, got a couple don't act queens. Like I don't this know what I'm doing
4: in this mother. <laughs> I didn't say no Marshawn Lynch. Fuck Marshawn Lynch. You know what I'm saying? I will get but, him late, but no. Yeah, I
1: feel like I feel like he's gonna send me home early, like he did his his wife. Man, well, he, he, he might worry. stop it. <laughs> he's done it before. You better watch out. Okay, in terms of your
0: bench, really quickly, again. You start. It's like starting a draft over. Go after running backs that are available. Isaiah Crowell is there at the bench repeatedly. After that, go after starters, number one receivers, quarterbacks. And depending on how you feel about the defense you got, see if you can grab another defense that you like. That's Those are my two cents. And I'll have more later. But first, you know what? We've been waiting and making them wait long enough. We have an illustrious filmmaker among us right now. Mr. Del Stelly of Stelly Entertainment has... I don't know, dozens, dozens, and dozens. Like he says, facts. Yeah, facts. Dozens and dozens of movies. He's directed, produced, the written, shit. been the a part shit. of, whatever you want to call it. Grind. Dale, re, we're going to re welcome Dale because it's been such a while since he's been shit and, Dale, up Dale, and your Dale, girl everybody. Raw. Oh yeah, that's that's what he specializes yeah, in.
3: That he, part.
0: yes, <laughs> he and it has a movie out, and I went to the premiere. Uh, uh, what is it? About a month, month and a half ago. Compton's Finest. Packed house at the premiere. Awesome reviews. Coming, you know, when, when's the next when can we see it again?
3: November 2nd it'll be in Cinemark at the uh, Howard Hughes Center.
0: There it is. That's LA people, sorry. Turf. There you go. LA.
3: Yeah, and it'll be in uh, New York, it'll be in Atlanta, it'll be in Chicago
1: and no shit. Houston. Wow.
3: Woo! Yeah.
1: For a while. H-Town baby. So, and we we have a How clip. many screens you on? It's going to be
3: those cities, one screen each. Cool. Four walling. Four walling. There it is. Each city, one screen.
0: And we have a clip we'll play for you of Compton's Finest.
4: Don't make me break into my own house. Don't make me call the police on the
3: on you. It's police. God, God, no! I've been hit. Oh, Lord, I've been hit. Heaven Jesus. I've been hit all in my buttocks.
0: Okay, and Dale. What? Give us just the premise of Compton's Finest because it, it's an awesome movie. But and you know I was there for the premiere, but others weren't. So please tell us what else you know.
3: It, wh- it's basically Bad Boys in Compton. There it is. Anybody remember the the hit action uh, buddy cop film with Martin and Will Smith? They're actually working on Bad Boys Three, I think. But basically, Compton's Finest follows these two detectives. Their ass is on the line. And the big drug lord Silk Delgado is coming back in town, trying to push this new drug called the Devil's Breath. It's like cocaine on steroids, Devil's basically. Breath. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's a dope action comedy with Malik Whitfield. You've seen him in a bunch of Tyler Perry films. Cisco Reyes, you've seen him in a bunch of films as well, working with uh, Vita Guerra. Everyone knows her. Everybody knows oh, Vita.
0: Everybody knows Vita. Oh, Vita. Oh, Google Vita. Yeah, and just go images yeah. and enjoy yourself. She's don't, in the movie. Don't yeah, touch. She's yourself. in the movie. Yes, she yes, killed Vida. it. Yes, she yep. did.
3: And you got a the villain I is villain. Kill her. The, the guy who's the villain is Roberto Sanchez. Yes, he's in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes, he's 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 stuff. he's ice cold. Ice cold in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Then I had uh, Lavelle Crawford. A lot of people know Lavelle. Uh, Stand up comment. He's been in uh, Breaking Bad and a bunch of other uh, projects yeah he was in the tail end of the clip so as you you know how does this
0: whole movie you know we're li- a lot of people obviously more and more people are listening to us thank you guys by the way they don't know about movie making we're in l a they're probably not. how does this whole thing come together as a, you've done this shit for longer than I've known you basically like it seems <laughs> like it's like you've been doing it since you were like five but uh not quite as long as I've known you but almost.
3: Yeah, I mean, basically, it starts with an idea, and, uh, you know, I've been doing this for over 20 years, so as you know, word gets around that uh, Dale knows, you know, how to put together these little hip-hop films or, you know, these urban films, as people uh, label them. And, uh, yeah, Compton's Finest, uh, the writer, Tony Cox, was trying to get this film going on for a few years. I was introduced to him, and him growing up in Compton, you know, with some friends just like us, he had his buddies uh, put together, you know, some financing and, and you know me, I know how to, you know, stretch Shake the money and move. out, you know. Shake and stretch move. the budget out. That's it. Like water in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I was able to, you know, take the script and, and the budget we put together and just get you know how it is in LA, it's not what you know, who you know, but it's who knows you. Exactly. And I was able to get some, you know, some stars attached like Malik Whitfield and Lavelle. And the thing just took on a snowball approach. It was supposed to be a small, you know, B-movie. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, people started coming on board. And I just, at the end of the day, was able to shoot actually my best feature film to date, which I'm very excited about. Awesome. And
0: you got some funny people there. You got some sexy people there with Vita, obviously. Tell me the most memorable, funny, sexy, crazy thing that happened on the shoot. Because it had to be like, you know, all those cats are nuts. So what happened?
3: Yeah, I mean, basically... come, come clean. It's, it's this one funny scene uh, with Lionel Dalton. He's a a, a stand up comic that you you'll be seeing him uh, around. Basically, we had a scene with a uh, um, transgender. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So the the camera angle basically is filming you know behind Jesse. Yeah. And Jesse from the back looks like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a lot of people in the audience, when they seen Jesse walking into the uh, into the liquor store,
1: they was fooled. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, did you did you use a, a real transgender actress actor? Yeah, we sure yeah. did. Uh, good, good job, good, good for good you, job. Dale. Because yep. yeah, that's that's he a thing now. Works yeah, a lot. It is. yeah,
3: he works a lot.
1: So he's a he's a wait he male to female or
3: yeah male to female. Okay. Yep.
0: So what's his pronoun? Is he is is, is
3: you know what? I'm not sure what Jesse goes by. Like, cause I just look at Jesse as whatever.
0: Just you know, he's Jesse. The, he's it's the, just
3: the Jesse. homie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah he does dope. his. You know. He yeah. does his thing. Yeah. I get it. But he still, as far as I know, got to go to the men's room like me. There it is. <laughs> hey, he and you're welcome. Home, yeah.
0: Yeah. And Jesse, you're welcome in any men's room I go to. That
3: so, part. so what happens in the scene? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> uh, he he walks in the liquor store and he's trying to you know make a purchase, in the uh, the cashier. Is just being very, uh, you know, he's being very defensive because he starts flirting with the cashier.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so you can just imagine what direction that went, which was basically the guy got asked to leave out the door. <laughs> nice, nice.
1: Yeah. But no, that was a funny scene. Though. Yeah, that's Trans- cool. You, that's cool. You do you that thing. comedic scene like that's risky now to do. You know, yeah, like, it's people people through, might though. come after you for that. Yeah, you that's you supposed break to make through with that yeah. Not supposed to make fun of that kind of stuff now, but that's funny. That's funny stuff. That seems still funny. And and the
0: thing is, is you know, salute to Jesse for doing it and being a professional actor and getting paid and everything else, and representing his people. And everyone wins because you get more exposure to those Mm -hmm. folks. And with exposure comes education and not ignorance, awareness, awareness, and everything else. And maybe you know we get past this at some point. But we might need to interview Jesse. I'd like to interview Jesse. You, Dale. That'd be cool. That's yeah, homework yeah, assignment. Did.
1: Yeah, he can definitely Jesse, enlighten.
0: Yeah, Jesse the needs to come in. Especially,
1: that'd be, that'd be a good interview. Yeah. I agree.
0: Especially if Jesse plays fantasy football. That would be awesome.
1: Uh, <laughs> we could get check. him to like I'll fantasy check. football. Yes. Hey, that you know, would be worth it. I, I, like a guy like you, you're, you're living the dream, right? There's like, you know, I would say less than 10% of men in America make their living doing something they love. Like I, I look at what you're doing, like I'm jealous, like you, you wake up every day, you're probably excited to go to work you're 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 making art you're you're doing your own thing, you're calling the shots that's awesome what is your as, as someone from the outside looking in who thinks how incredible that would be tell us some of the like the downsides of making movies like what sucks about the job because it just sounds like it'd be the, the best thing in the world
3: yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't see what happens behind the scenes like with my business, I spend eighty percent of the time raising money and 20 percent of the time shooting a project so you're like a politician so i I wish i can kind of switch that around but obviously you know you can't shoot movies without money and that's kind of like the downfall for me because i enjoy so much being on set and being a visualizer and just manifesting you know you know movies and whatnot but you cannot shoot
1: movies without money yeah but your movies are, are making money can't you just roll the money over to the next movie? Well, that's
3: what I've been doing—rolling one budget and you know, one successful project into the next. But you always want to try to do bigger projects and yeah. and reach, you know, for yeah. for big. You want to spend situations. other people's money. That's, <laughs> that's important. That's the that name part, of the game. yeah, that's important,
4: yeah. especially big corporations and shit like that.
3: Yeah, Lionsgate. Like I have yeah. a deal with Lionsgate. I have a deal with Sony, and it's yeah. basically, you know, we we split. You know, split the profit, they have the distribution fees and what have you. But but you're right. I mean, it it is a, a blessing to be able to wake up and be able to, you know, keep a roof over your head. Hell yeah. I don't have a big roof, but it's big enough. Hey, you're if, doing big it, enough. if you fit
0: under the roof, it's big enough. That part. <laughs> That's about it. That's all you need. At least you don't have a wife
3: complaining
0: about the roof. Or one that, you know, you send home at, on a trip to Hawaii. Fuck it.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, hey. you're living the dream. How, <laughs> no. What, uh, like how long does it take from the conception of the movie, get the script done to getting the movie made? Like the whole, how long does it take?
3: Yeah, I mean, basically, um, I have a, a business plan that I stick to. I try to make sure that I, I shoot scripts around ninety to a hundred pages. And the way I shoot, I shoot efficiently, so I shoot my movies between, you know, ten to fourteen days, where I average eight to ten pages a day uh efficiently, you know, you know, capturing the right angles and composition and things of that nature. So I mean basically when the money is there, I can shoot the movie in about, you know, a couple of weeks after casting and location scouting for about a month. And then after you put the movie in the can, it usually takes me a good two to three months, long as like the post production money is locked in and I can pay for, you know, the sound mixing and color correcting and all that. It usually a movie can be turned around in about, you know, six months. No kidding. You know? Yeah.
0: No, and he's like he has a reputation of making things look a lot bigger than it costs and 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 that's and you can go ask people down the line, I've known him for years, but other people who i I know who don't know that I know him have been like that cat he knows how to get it done in this city, and it's evident because he's done so many movies, he's been doing it forever, he knows how to do it, he makes it crack, he makes it crack repeatedly. And that's pretty Max. much Dale. That's that's how he, he gets it done. So, there's respect there. And, most importantly, he may be in Vegas the time we'll be in Vegas. Ooh. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yep. Got
4: a I, I got a t-shirt for you. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll, I'm going to definitely
1: uh, be there. I'm definitely gonna be ah, you see. Yeah, we right. won him over. So, on top of everything that might, else. That might be a script in the making. You
0: right never there. know. You never know. Weirder things have happened in no, Vegas. we've we've
1: had a script we've had some, made in Vegas. Yeah, we've had yeah.
0: some different things happen in Vegas that you have know.
1: you done any uh sports movies? Not
3: yet. Not yet. Not we oh Hitman You we haven't done. Well we, we're, we're still you. working it's on that. that. That's, That's still... like sports gambling yeah. story, right? Yeah, it's coming together. Yeah. That was an
4: excellent script, I, yeah.
3: to, I thought yeah. it was we're it's still working on it. it. <laughs> we're still working on it. It's like a bottle of wine, it's getting it's fine like a bottle By the time it explodes, it'll be ready. No, it's dope. It's dope.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Vegas. Yeah. P-F-F-C. I always got to make sure I say it right. And I did, right? No. P-F-C-C. Nope.
1: P F F P C. God damn fantasy it. Fantasy Football I, Players sorry. Championship.
0: And I apologize for everybody. Man, it, we're
1: going to get fired before we dude, get there. Dude, I know.
0: And it's it's totally my fault. I cannot remember the fantasy Football, football Players uh, Championship. F-F-P-C. So when I put it on the rundown, nobody told me that I fucked it up. Nobody Somebody's looks like, at your rundowns. I figured as much. So, anyway, we'll be there in just a few weeks. Um, you brought up something, you know, you're playing in different leagues. And the stuff I give you, you guys mostly is for 12-man uh, PPR leagues. Matty brought up something in t- terms of PPFD, which I've not heard of before. What is that? It's a point
1: per first down rather than point oh, per wow. catch. Oh, right? wow. So, yeah, it's a, it's a new thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and, wow. I, and I like it. I like it. Right? Okay. So... I mean, what, what are the two biggest complaints about fantasy football? Uh, you, you lose your family and get a divorce. Yeah, yeah. Kids. I mean, yeah. Number, yeah, nothing nothing will dry that pussy up faster than talking <laughs> about your fantasy football team. That's number one. Right. Yeah. yeah. But number two is it doesn't translate well to, like, real football. Like, uh, fantasy success doesn't necessarily mean. That's true. That's extremely success, true, right? Yeah. So in PPR, PPR is better than standard. It's more fun because there's more points. You yes. Know, right? Running gun. It, it takes, takes a little bit of the weight off the running backs Distributes yeah. more evenly. Yeah. But there's a situation like, let's say it's, it's third and 10. Mm-hmm. Your wide receiver catches a nine-yard pass, right? Yeah, sure. That's worthless to the team, but you're going to get 1.9 points for that. Mm-hmm. Then you got a running back on fourth and one who picks up two yards. That's a big deal, but you're getting point two points. That's, you're getting one point nine for a worthless catch versus point two. Yeah, this this levels that out. You get the point when the guy gets the first down, mm-hmm. and I think that makes it translates more to football success. Makes it a little more uh yeah. balanced. You're I going like more idea. with
4: it's interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're going more with the what football really means
0: as yeah. opposed to yeah. what we really play for. And and you know I'm so hooked at this point. I'll try anything once. And right. I you know the like like I said the. FFPC, right? There you go. There we go. Has the tight end with more points. It is a
1: PPR league, but also the quarterback has less points for touchdowns. No. no. No? it's It's just uh, it's tight end weighted, so yes. the tight end gets 1.5 point. points right. per catch. Yes. That's the only thing that's different. That's different.
0: Yeah. And so I have a team. Maddie has a team. We'll be ready for Vegas. We'll be podcasting from Vegas. Quarterbacks
1: get four points for a touchdown. Th- that's so what I that meant. That's
0: no. what I meant. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, quarterbacks do get four mm-hmm. points for a touchdown, Vegas podcast, September 6th at 2.30. Planet Hollywood. Planet, Planet Hollywood. Will be there. Dog will be there. Maybe not, because if dog, be dog... Yeah, Dog will have a couple hours in uh, Vegas before he gets there, and so you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, it happen. might be you by yourself. My flight gets in at one, so... You guys like <laughs> to push the edge, but I'm more than happy to talk about myself, well, as always, and that's it, but... You know what? Because Dale's here, and, you know, he's a director on a limited time, let's go into what's trending.
3: What's trending? Wait, really? What does trending mean?
0: Do you want to do Serena and her cat suit? Do you want to talk about that? Oh, Serena's well, fine. I, I think I think you guys should talk about it. Oh. No,
1: I agree. Yeah, so, uh that that just popped up in the news today sure. Serena's outfit has been banned from the French Open she's wearing like oh. a like a black uh, body, body suit, suit yeah. I guess you call it yeah and suit. they outlawed it so of course Twitter's a rage sure. with racism blah blah, blah 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 yeah. okay That's <laughs> so I'm gonna kick to the, the experts the, the men of color sure is that racist okay doggy
4: you wanna jump in or you wanna me- yeah it's racist because to the simple fact if she had big ass donuts she does She'll be a f- you know, accepted. she had big, big ass I'm donut- talking about big t- ass donuts, big ass titties. She does have big ass titties. No, not real big What's titties. What's that have to baby? do with Wait racism?
2: outfit? <laughs> 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 no, because the white
4: guy you met, you guys like titties. You guys don't like hips Every and guy ass. likes but titties. But Serena has titties. You don't like you hips and ass. Now that's racist. That well that You don't like hips and ass. Do you like a big ass? Well, big ass? how big are we
1: talking? Like Serena I'm big. Like, no, 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 not that Bicurian.
3: big. Bicurian. Like, he has a point. Like he sixteen point. by nine widescreen. <laughs> I'm talking about Victoria
1: Cakes being I don't know who that Pinky. is. Pinky, not not as big as and Serena. Porn. I'm talking about. porn. He's talking about porn. Okay, yeah. as All usual. Right. Yeah. So it's like. But
2: no,
4: you know, and
0: he has a point because what's the point? I, the point is, the, is, she's when, real thick. She's thicker than a snicker. Yeah, she's thicker than cold peanut butter. Are you damn right. Ooh, cold so, peanut butter is thick as fuck. But anyway. Well, no, he has a point because when he said, do you like asses? He's like, yeah, I like asses. And you said, how big? He said, Serena big. You said, no, I don't like them that big. (laughs) Yeah. And that's that's what she's fighting against. But what's this have to do with racism? Because listen, listen to this. First of all, the suit that she's wearing was made to help with blood clots. Okay. So the French asshole who outlawed it. Is wrong for that number one because you're trying to perform at your highest level. These athletes have a lot of things going on in their body. Maybe it's a blood clot. Serena just had a fucking baby a year ago and almost died, and she's out there dominating like she does. Um, secondly, if it, what he mentioned in his reasoning for getting rid of this is, it says it has to be respectful or some shit. Okay, listen. These are French people. French people fuck in public. Okay? These this is the city of love and everything is cool and we can make out and and, and be affectionate and so on and so forth until a black girl wears a catsuit. Now, everyone has to, you know, basically pull in everything and say, "Oh no, Serena, you have too, too much ass and titties. We can't handle it." Right. He's full of shit and they should protest that because First of all the suit was made if you look at the articles and the reasoning behind it for blood clots. The girl can't help how she looks and she's fucking beautiful. She's a yes, phenomenal she athlete. She looks awesome. She's kicking white women's ass in their sport daily. daily on the regular. So give the woman some some credit. Let her wear what the fuck she wants, especially if there's health reasons involved and everything else. I'm done. I can't, I, it's racist, it's bullshit. Right. If anyone else was wearing it, it wouldn't be a problem.
3: She's not showing skin, right? It's no,
0: no skin. it's covered, the, the problem he has is there's too much ass and titties on a black woman. Wait, he said that? He he said, he said it, too much ass and titties. No, what he says there is, there's too much ass and titties. He says it has
1: to be respectful, or some shit like that. That's what he said. All right, rest of you, get it in, come on.
4: That's but, it, man. All
1: right. I love Serena. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not. Look, any, any job you have, there's a dress code. Oh, God. okay. There's a dress code at every job you have. I don't know what the tennis dress code is, but I know tennis is like golf. They have all these stupid rules. So it it's outside of the boundaries. I mean, put it this way. Is there anybody else on the tour wearing anything like that? If there is and they're getting away with it. Then, yeah, it's racist. But if no one else is allowed to wear that, it's not racist. It's just a rule. But he changed the rules around her. There I was no the rules. There was no rule so against you it. You're me there's no dress code in tennis.
0: There's a dress code that allowed it because she wore it at the French open before, previously. Before, right. So now he's saying from now on, she can't do it. Okay. So it's a special case that he's basically building
1: around Serena. And yeah. it's bullshit. It might it might be bullshit. It, it might bullshit. even be racist. I don't know. I'm just I, man. You know I'm just sick of this stuff. I'm sick Look, of it. This is the
4: thing with Serena. I love Serena. You know she from Compton and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Serena, damn, you went out there and let a uh, white cat put okay. his horn in you.
3: No, okay. that's racist. I know that's racist. I know it is. Oh, that was rush hour. What was that? Brit I know. Right I know it's racist, <laughs>
1: But it's just like, damn,
4: Serena. Like,
1: damn,
4: let a black Look motherfucker here, man.
1: try that shit. You Serena know what I'm is killing it at life. <laughs> yes. She's killing it. Is she yes. killing it? She's killing it. And she yes. goes she's to white man. She's though. hardly some oppressed <laughs> person, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, she's killing I'm just it, it doesn't tired matter. Of the constant <laughs> Despite you show me a case of a, a white woman wearing that outfit and then being okay with it, then you got can't then it's wear racist. That the, the then it's racist.
0: Is, the, wait, no, it the problem to, is they can't wear. It. That's the thing. It has to be a choice. Like they yeah. have to choose to wear the outfit. But
1: it's it's like any of these other issues. If if you have a job, there's rules you got to follow. I go to work. I have a dress code. You go to well Some of us go to work. There's dress code. Some of us don't. Well, <laughs> wait.
3: Let
0: let's,
1: I
3: have yeah. to disagree. <laughs> okay, Not every on. job. Is a required dress code? That's true. That's like a blowjob. Is there a required dress code for that? No. There's not.
1: Okay, You, you show up. Sure you there is. G ne- sh- pads. Sure Maybe. Hell but listen, yeah. You show up in a... I'm going to whip know, my shit out now. You got, a, you got to have it all hanging out.
0: Please don't whip your shit out now. But listen. <laughs> it ain't that big. This is the quote from... Uh, let's let's give this guy a name. His last name is Giyu Diselli. All right. He's the one that made this... Uh, this change. He says it will no longer be accepted, meaning Serena suit. One must respect the game in place. How is she disrespecting the game by wearing
1: a cat suit. A cat a suit? suit. It doesn't doesn't matter. The suit. question is, yeah. is it racist? Yes. That's what the no. question is. Yes. He doesn't make any mention to race. There's no the, the, I it, mean tennis has always had it's it's one of those sports like golf. They've always they've always had like all these old school rules. It's always been there. Baseball, too. Right? Sorry you're only saying it's racist because she's black. No, no. She's the number one player. She's been the number one player for 10 years. Undisputed. Nobody's holding her back. Get Nobody's it. oppressing Serena. But the, what the rule didn't
0: exist before she wore. the. Okay. Category. If she
1: put a, a little skirt over the thing, I bet they'd let her
0: wear it. If the, the, the problem is, this is the thing. Somebody was offended. And that's why this changed. We don't, and that's where black people get nervous because we don't know what offends other people. So if she put, like you said, a little skirt on it and someone else got offended, then pretty much you'd have Serena playing in jeans. The girl can't help how she looks. Okay. She can't help how she's built. She can't help any of that. Right. And so when she puts on a suit and she doesn't come out there trying to. It's not a club. She's not trying to fuck a nigga out there. Excuse me. But she's trying to play tennis and not get blood clots. She
4: definitely ain't fucking no niggas.
0: Well, then that's another story. Yeah. Yeah. But but the thing is, is to discriminate against her for that. Because she's the only one that did it. Obviously, someone raised their hand and said, holy shit, we're offended. Okay, but like you said, she's the only one who did it.
2: Yes. All right. But I love the Serena, thing is, though. is I that th- th-
0: th- it's open for other people who may have blood clot concerns to wear, if they want. And they should be allowed to wear it, too. It's it's too much. to, And it, it has to do, because... In order for something like this to have happened, in terms of a rule change, someone had to raise their hand and say, "I'm offended." Yo, because he, what he says, one must respect the game in place. How is she disrespectful other than coming in there and dominating tennis and giving everyone a sight? I'm to not see saying Q. it's
1: disrespectful. I'm, I'm that's saying that's what he
0: said. That's his reasoning
1: for the rule. Okay, so that's that's what we're but talking. They're, about. they're not cool with that outfit. If you see Anna Kornikova show up in that outfit, then it's racist. Mm, it's no. only it's only racist when you make a distinction well okay here, here's here's the bottom line i'm just i'm tired of the whining no no I'm just tired of no no i get just, it man. i get it go ahead she's crushing life sure. right? right? everybody goes through some shit right got it i got 24 pieces of metal in my body i had four hundred thousand dollars stolen to me from me both were the results of minorities. I'm not I'm not going out and blaming minorities. I'm not talking about these things sure, every right, day, right? right? You push on. You overcome shit. You overcame some real shit. Yeah. You overcame some sure. shit. I'm sure Dale overcame some shit. Yeah. You, you, that's what you do. You want to be accomplished. You want to do well. Get that. You overcome your shit. You, you push past it. Your, your responsibility for success and happiness is on you. Yeah, it starts yeah. and ends with you. If you want to blame the white man, or you want to blame the patriarchy, or you want to blame that little green lesbian on your cereal box, what's that one? Anyway, <laughs> you're never going to be happy, and you're never going to be accomplished. Yeah, sure. And and we've become a society in the last two years where all anyone wants to do is point fingers and yell racism, sexism, uh, homophobia, blah, 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 blah. Just quit fucking whining and push forward and you accomplished something, no. Serena. I don't hear Serena crying about racism. I, I, I. No, she won't. She, she won't. You got a white husband.
0: Yeah, it's. <laughs> but it's probably not on her list of things to be concerned about. But the, the fact of the matter is,
2: oh,
0: it's a cat suit that she looks different in than probably a lot of people. And the reason she looks different in it is probably because, or, or, or I'm sorry, the reason she, her looking different in it, led others to feel uncomfortable. If Anna Kornikova wore it, like you said, I have a feeling, don't know 100%, that other people wouldn't feel as quite
1: uncomfortable because of the way then, they're shaped. Then, you, then you'd have a case. But it didn't happen. But so it, we're, we're not just going s- to sit here saying, and speculate and throw out the racist label because it's convenient to it's do. It's based on how she looks in the suit. And that, because of how
0: black people look in certain types of clothing, Whatever. Look good. That made people uncomfortable. The reason that started is someone I, had I really to say they, they were uncomfortable. I, and and it, again, I don't this,
1: think it's because she's black.
0: Well, it could be subconsciously racist, uh, you know, because I don't know if they said, get that black woman in a catsuit. I think they said, I don't like the way she looks in the catsuit, which a lot of black people could not do anything different with because that's her body. And that is that is racial because Anna Kornikova, as great as she may be. Be or not be or whatever does not have the same type of body Serena does.
2: Nobody but she's has fine. Well, that's
0: that's she's fine. I like I like her body like her. is is remark like remarkable yeah. like
1: like like it leaves you speechless. You look at that body.
4: She's she's white man fine.
1: I was thinking about. This issue today, okay, and I think I figured out how to solve racism. Oh God, please! <laughs> oh, Just shit. in the drive over here. Oh wow! Okay, so when, when when we're talking about racism, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, you're not. We're not talking about Mexicans hating on blacks or blacks hating on Asians. It's all when when you talk about racism, sure. it's whites against blacks. That's mm-hmm. what everybody's thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, white and black. Number one, it's not a race. Mm-hmm. They're they're colors, right? Number two, they're not even fucking accurate colors, right? Yeah. You guys aren't black. I'm not white. So I think what we need to do is switch, instead of calling people white and black, <laughs> switch to the uh, coffee method. Okay. Yeah. You take a cup of coffee and you pour in creamers until it matches your skin color. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, oh, I'm about a two creamer. Oh, wow. It's probably like a one creamer. You're probably like a half creamer. Yeah. And we're all just creamers. Okay. There's no black people There's no white people I'm creaming right now Asians, Mexicans We're all We're all on the creamer scale yeah. <laughs> See right. what I'm saying And we're all the same Then we can stop right. with all this Because yeah. you just take the You change the language right. You change the behavior Gotcha so well, we, gotta, we gotta go to the creamer method Of categorizing uh, people I could get behind Something like that oh, yeah. You know
0: usually You're way the fuck off But <laughs> this <laughs> I
3: understand what he's saying
0: This has potential Cream it up Cream the, uh, yeah. I told you But So anyway We'll we'll move past Serena. Yeah. Um, Let's see. It's getting heated today. It is. I like it. It's good. I like it. Racist ass. No, just kidding. I need Uh, some some of my white people in here to even the terms. No, we have a home court advantage. Um, Okay, let's talk about um, uh, more was trending, I guess you'd say. Trump, finally. My boy. Oh, God, here we go. Implicated. Everyone's flipping on Trump. Our pre- our president is sounding more and more like a criminal each day. Complicated for what? The Russia stuff? Well, about the payoffs to the women, which was illegal because it came from mm-hmm.
2: the camp. Supposedly. So it's not the Russia stuff.
0: Not yet. But the thing is, is there's other stuff bubbling. You have his lawyer who's flipped. You have now today, his the guy who's kept his books and his corporation flipped. Now, when again, a lot of things get left off. And a, flipping. B, yeah B, you got, right? What happened?
4: Trump said flipping should be illegal. Okay. And I agree with that. <laughs> well, you might I have I agree a point. with that. Fuck snitches. You you he's might, oh, he's talking about. Like, I
1: thought he meant flipping on ideas. Fli- no, no, no. no. On he's to, basically okay. like yeah. snitches. fuck snitches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Our
4: president. Our president. You can't you can't snitch on a motherfucker and get time off.
2: Yeah.
1: So
4: if he changes that, ooh, the world and in, in America would be so much better. Better, but does they, the economy? I don't know if flipping should the, be illegal, but the if it's, wrong, it's not. You're not a good look, person. Look, look, look. The economy will grow. <laughs> you, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, because motherfuckers with money, they're gonna buy the cars at the car, lives. yeah. No, you feel me? They're gonna buy the home, but they're gonna put movies, uh, uh, money in the movies, yeah. But, you, you feel what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. they're gonna, I get that. But know, the thing is, money's gonna flow, Trump. Eliminate that shit. I love Trump for that. But this is
2: for my
0: saying opinion. that shit. Fuck it. I, I believe in that. Does anyone have a problem with our president sounding more <laughs> like a criminal?
4: Yeah, I love like, that
0: though. Like flipping on people should now be illegal.
4: Yeah, exactly. On exactly. It should be illegal. illegal. You shouldn't be able to go in here and be like, oh, well, I'm going to get time
0: off. So let me go rat on this guy. Exactly.
4: So, Fuck yeah. that. You take your
1: responsibility for what you've been. You know there's there's also the concept of protecting the whistleblower yeah but, but the, you know, the government whistle is, blowing and just snitching I see it seems like whoever i don't I don't know the details here, but it seems like the people mm. flipping are just flipping to save their own ass, and that's yeah, different exactly I yeah, love yeah, Trump for that
4: shit like flipping should be illegal make it illegal Donald, oh wow he's even uh
1: Turning on uh, Jeff
0: Sessions right now.
1: Well, he's he's flipping on his ass. So what? What were they actually? You said he's implicated. What is he actually implicated well, in?
0: They said, okay, he approved that. His lawyer came forward in court, took a plea deal. Said, hey, he directed me to pay off these women who he had affairs with, which you can't, you know, buy off buy people's silence. And then on top of it, you can't have it come from your campaign. So there are two. Major it came from campaign funds. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what the thought is. Now is it, it's not as big as Russia.
1: No, not, but it's
0: not big at all.
1: It is criminal. Here, here's the thing, and I, I said I said this I think in the first podcast sure. when they want to get you, they're going to get you, mm. right? They went after Bill Clinton in '92 for that uh, Whitewater stuff, right? Sure. They they couldn't get him on Whitewater, yeah. So they got him on on the blowy blow, right? Yeah. That's what's happening here. They can't they can't get him on the Russia stuff, or at least not yet. So they're going to get him on this. But
0: this is the thing with that, is that the blowy blow is so much smaller than this other stuff in terms of hush money, campaign funds. They're, they're pretty equivalent. Come on. Mm, the blow the blow job yeah, he, and the... He had his... The blow job isn't criminal.
1: Nobody lied about it. And then there were other women. There was a lot going on yeah,
0: there. Yeah, but it's not... this is the, And
1: then the, not only that... He shouldn't have been
0: impeached for it, but... Okay. Let me just say this. About if, the same as this, from what if, you just said. If you're and every, every minority probably would get this. If you're driving and you get pulled over for a tail light, even though you get pulled pulled over the tail light, if the officer finds weed in your car, it's not like he's going to say, "Holy shit, I can't bust you for this weed." I stopped you for the tail light. So for Trump to come out and be like, "Oh well, you know this has nothing to do with me, or this is not collusion." There's still some serious stuff here. And when you get a bookkeeper who's been a bookkeeper for Trump for several years, he knows where the money's going, so on and so forth. There's a reason he got immunity today. He gave something up, something of value to the prosecutor. And this is not like, you know, a Mickey Mouse prosecution type thing. These are serious people. So in order to get basically a free pass, get out of jail free card in terms of immunity... To give up something,
1: there has to be there's something there sure regarding there something there. Trump's that. organization. I just feel like you could you could get anybody impeached if you dig deep enough. Yeah, but And I feel like they've wanted to get him from day one. That might be true. But
0: there also has to be there's some responsibility on his part as to how he did business.
4: He didn't do nothing wrong.
0: Oh boy. He, really he didn't do nothing. <laughs> I mean if
4: if you really look he's a man. Yeah. He's a real American man. Sure he is. Sure he I is. I mean, what did he do wrong? Well, there's tell al- me one thing. There's if- Okay, he had an affair. What man doesn't have an affair? What real man doesn't that's have an affair? That's not that's not Some illegal. people do, it's
0: 50/50. That's not illegal.
4: Yeah, yeah. exactly. He had an affair. But- okay, Mm-hmm. Past that.
1: Go okay. keep going. Okay. The stuff he's implicated wrong. for does not seem but like listen, it, it should yeah. be. When your that. book Get him on Russia, then you get. Okay. Him. But yeah, they're going to they're going to or- get him. They one way or another they're going to get him. Maybe. When your bookkeeper
0: when your bookkeeper gets immunity, that means he gave up something on you regarding your finances. Right. And that means that whatever that was was valuable enough to get that immunity.
1: Yeah, it's probably tax fraud or yeah. tax evasion. And that's that's a problem. I, yeah, but what I'm saying is they could get... Every president we've had in our lifetime, they could get him on something. If they've yeah. done have they, Nobody... They've been going at What could at they get the Jimmy Carter thing. on? What could they get Jimmy Carter on, really? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an that's expert. I'm saying. sure there's something Playing
0: there. with himself in the peanut field? <laughs> <laughs> that's alleged.
1: But anyway, there, there's some serious things you know, here. You know, they got... They got... Uh, Reagan... Got um, what was it? The Iran hostage deal. Mm-hmm. He he got the the hostages released after Jimmy Carter. You got to postpone to make Jimmy Carter look bad. I see, yeah, that, that's true. They're but, all they're all filthy.
0: But that's not felonious. Like when you start that, talking, that's worse than paying off a prostitute. But no, Come on. again, no, the, the bookkeeper, no, 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 no. the bookkeeper. When someone gives your bookkeeper immunity. That means the bookkeeper bad, gave right? your shit, gave some shit away, like some valuable yeah, shit.
1: It's probably tax evasion. Trust And, my and, boy, though. and anybody else,
0: him. if I evaded my taxes, if Dog evaded his taxes, if Dale evaded his taxes, if <laughs> you evaded your
1: taxes, we kill it. <laughs> exactly. So what's different about us than the president? Well, what's different is we don't make billions of dollars, and the tax code is a mess and. Probably everyone that makes a billion dollars is cheated a little bit. Probably every single that, one of them.
0: That's a true statement. That's probably a fair statement, indeed. And speaking of Trump, and I I my teeth hurt saying this, his numbers among black people have gone up in this room. You're damn right. With oh. <laughs> me. With <laughs> <In laughs> me. Yes, I'm one of the people. Well, I think you're big he's enough. Are not fucking with me? Like you they 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 actually double and you're big enough to count as doubling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying, I think it's for the same reason. I have been talking about people yeah. are people are tired of the whining and they like a guy even though he stands up there and he tells lies and he's full shit and he's yeah. a narcissist, yeah, we'll he at fun. least speaks his mind and he doesn't yep. just, he's not you have coming a real, at you with all this social justice warrior bullshit and I think you're right. A lot of men relate to that, regardless yeah. of color. You
4: have a real motherfucker Neither. in the White House right now, and motherfuckers hate to see that shit. You don't. Know, he's a real averaged
0: American. What about that, yeah. Motherfuckers hate to see
4: that shit. Well, they no. hate to see it.
0: Yeah. The Thing is, first of all, this poll was taken before the, these recent revelations about right. you know right, so and right. so forth. So you don't know if that would. Well, the know. blacks don't give a fuck because it don't affect us. They probably don't. But yeah. no, what,
4: they don't think us.
0: What I believe is that you have a bunch of people from the last election who were on the fence about him or were going to vote for him, but felt bad about it because they were black. And now, as he's gained prominence and gotten more, you know, I don't know, more uh, bravado, if you will, they've now jumped on. But he's still overwhelmingly uh, not approved. By black folks. People, you black folks what? do not approve of him overwhelmingly.
4: I feel like,
0: you know, if I was the president of the United States, I'd be just like Trump. Yeah.
4: Motherfucker's pulling up dirt on me, you know, from back in the days. <laughs> I'm not. You, know, you got dirt. I'm not getting along with my wife. <laughs> She's snatching her hand. when You're in Hawaii. Yeah, in Hawaii. She's not in Hawaii. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> this motherfucker, he's trying to, you know, he's not knocking black people. So I don't give a fuck.
1: That's one reason why a lot of people like him is they feel he's he's the guy you'd want to have a beer he's with. Damn right. Like George Bush. But that's really not a reason to to like a president cuz you no.
0: No,
4: it is. And I, and I is, would not J like Man, to have a beer it with. Is.
1: Yeah. No, I think
0: what it is. The guy next door. He his message. The guy next door of 100 billion dollars. Fucking right. <laughs> and he'll put you on. If you're his boy,
4: he's going to put you on. Yeah. Kick the, all these motherfuckers out of uh Section 8 housing. And you know what I'm saying? Let's get busy. You know with his dad? His dad was kind of racist, though.
0: Yeah, he was at actually you know. a Klan rally. But oh, really? Yeah, yeah he actually was arrested but at Trump a Klan rally. Oops. <laughs> yeah, Apple's not racist, Al- though. Apple Trump don't fall has a far from black truth. friends, man. You see, but that sounds racist.
1: Like, oh, I got black friends. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, he does. That's, though. that's an excuse. That, but like, what black friends on, does he have? But time out. Yeah. The timeout. The the black th- I don't friends thing. This, this, this is something I want to mention, right? Yeah. So. You say anything on Twitter today, you yeah. get called a racist. Sure. Right? Right. So I, I've been called a racist on Twitter a couple times. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't take much to get called a racist if, if you're a white guy. Yeah. You were called okay? a racist? Oh, yeah. So Damn. if you go with the defense of, well, I've worked for the last year, 20 years in Compton. I have black friends. I've dated black women. Well, there he goes, throwing yeah. Well, if you have black friends and you date black women and you work in Compton, what racist does that? It's a valid defense. That's a valid defense. Yeah. Yeah. The I have black friends defense is a valid defense. Sorry.
0: It just valid. always sounds bad. It all, and I don't, and it could be valid, but whenever that's in it's usually like the Do first racists thing have happened. black friends. No. Not really. No. Yeah. No. But yeah, it, this gets scary, I have white dude. friends. He, he got a
3: point. He he's, a point. He has
0: a point. Yeah, he he's been a on point actually pretty you Jay is not the, racist. Right. The, the, you
4: know, no, he wouldn't the, be sitting here because he get fucked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't
4: be sitting in here right now.
0: No, the Jay creamer is not racist. The creamer idea, we need some development on that. But I could get behind something like that. <laughs>
1: I looked at it. I, I two, think that's two, creams, two, two creams. creams.
0: Yeah, what are you? I'm not white. I mean, I'm, look at that I'm, shit. I'm not yeah, even close not, to white. You're kind of like a, a white, beigeish man, sort of thing.
1: It's not white. It's not white though. No.
0: Yeah, you're not like farmer tan white at all. And you keep a nice. You, you, you're good I'm about sexy. that. I take like my shirt off. Okay, we're 10. gone too far. Now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I think the recent raise, by, you know, with black people suddenly approving Trump, going from six to twelve percent, I think he resonates with some of the older black people methodologies and theories and thoughts on immigration and stuff like that. And when they see him moving forward with that, and they may have been on the fence or scared to vote that way the first time. I think they now. That's how I, I explain these numbers. Again, he's still overwhelmingly um, not popular by with black folks. So it's doubled since he came. That's to what says. It went from six to twelve percent, and that's significant. And and in fairness, I you know I wanted to put it on the show. I'm not a fan of Trump, but I thought that it was a CNN poll. And again,
1: CNN not 100 so that's probably twenty percent. Well, I just don't but. CNN, still better than Fox, still better Speaking than Speaking CNN, you wanted to mention uh, Don Lemon?
0: Oh, yes. That's a perfect segue. Okay, so Don Lemon had a, sh- I think it was earlier this week, uh, had this thing about Melania. And during the course, he had about four or five talking heads on, and he's talking about Melania's role in the White House. He actually goes into why she should leave divorce, separate from, however, she should leave Donald Trump. And here's the clip.
4: I heard someone say this and I went, wow, you know what, maybe you're right. They said she would become the most powerful modern first lady if she actually left this president.
3: I, I mean, it would be transformative for the role because it's absolutely never happened. Um, and I think people would feel that it was empowering, you, you know, know. It would be she, a
4: Princess if, die kind of thing, you know, be. when she got the divorce and everyone fell in love with her because, you know, the rumors of cheating with Camilla and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's so when she became should, her own person. That's when she became her own person. Go on, sorry. Right,
2: yeah. And a lot of people thought Hillary Clinton should have done that too,
0: right? I mean, that, that, that there would be something liberating about seeing a woman do that, especially in this case. Okay, and... My problem with this is basically, you're now crossing a line to where you're now into the man's family. Personal. You're now personal. You're now telling this woman, please leave this president. Terrible. Divorce him. And they're forgetting that, you know, people want to make fun or whatever. There's a child involved. There's two of these people who have children. You know, everyone who's married in this room and has children or stepchildren or whatever... They know how fragile and how important that family unit is. And for someone to suggest a divorce in any circumstance, I don't care if the guy's the president or a guy living down the street, it's just not right. And I understand that there's, you know, he's attacked the press. He's attacked Don Lemon. He's called him stupid. That was wrong to do. But Don Lemon, if I could talk to you, and I know you're listening, Don, please keep your eye on the ball. The Russian stuff, the indictment stuff, the, the immunity stuff, The Cohen stuff, the bookkeeper stuff, all that shit is important. That's the stuff to report on. Please don't roll another thing about why Melania should leave her husband.
1: Look at man. Does Don Lemon work for CNN or is it TMZ? That's what it sounded like. Yeah, you right. Get the get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. (laughs) This this is this is you know. There's hundreds of thousands of brown people dying in Yemen Mm -hmm. because of bad American policy. You won't find that on CNN if you watch it for a week straight. Yeah, but you're gonna hear bullshit about why Donald Trump should leave his wife. This this is why this is why American people are, are fed up. Yeah, you know, it's 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 ridiculous. You, See, Donald, you got it. You, you want the real news? He took it personal. He did. Trump attacked. Why him. did he take it? Took what? Trump personal? attacked him. He did attack him.
4: See, so he Multiple was the worst times. person on news. And he said he called him
0: stupid.
1: Yeah, he and called I get him that. stupid.
4: So Don Lemon took it personal.
1: That's what yeah. Well, I mean, Donald Trump is like a thirteen-year-old girl, man. Right?
4: Donald Trump's my boy, man. Don't yeah, stop. Yeah, talking come on, about the way like the that. way he he's a president of the United States, yeah, man, and he tweets like that's a, why we're a, safe now
1: because of Donald Trump. <laughs> and he tweets like, like an eighth-grade girl. No, but Shit. so you, I mean, you just you are Don Lemon, you you rise above that. Yeah, you should. You, you got should. to
0: because you're a journalist and you should be fair and balanced. That's the whole thing. Everyone he preaches. should lose his job for saying that and. The whole media spectrum has kind of lost their mind a lot. Well, mainstream folks because they got on this thing about oh, Trump has called us the enemy of the people, and so what? If he called you that, fucking deal with it
1: and report the fucking news. I don't like this uh, this new thing. Like you can't criticize the media. Like it, yeah. The, you the- lose credibility. The media is totally open to criticism, sure. especially when they're sure. doing a shit job and they're they doing make a shittier and shittier job every yeah. year for about the last decade. Yeah. So this idea that they're above criticism is ridiculous. No,
0: it's, it's, it's nuts. But and the thing is, what happens is they take the bait every time. They, instead of reporting the news, which is substantial, again, I mentioned the financial issues with Trump, the people flipping on him, that, all that stuff, the Russian stuff, all that stuff's important. But they ditched that to go into this personal thing because he doesn't like the media and he attacks the media. Fake, fake news, fake news, fake news. That's actually what gave him the election. Because the week before, when they rolled out all of these women from 40 years ago, who supposedly had an interaction with them on a plane or whatever, that turned, I think, the American people off. And that is what kept people home. The votes that Hillary needed stayed at home. And they went the the folks that were energized were the folks voting for Trump, and that 's why he won I,
1: I think that helped them for sure oh, that, yeah. that definitely helped him no, sure. no doubt, but that that 's not why he won he won no. he he won it was a combination he won number one Hillary set him up to win, she wanted him to win she told c n n to pump this guy up because she thought he was an easy victory i sure. mean that 's verifiable, no. but also people, especially white people, were attracted to this man because this was one guy was finally coming out and like giving it to everybody else when, you know, for it's been like the last four or five years when white people have been on attack, not, yeah. not in the same way. Historically, that black people have been on attack, but through the social media, sure. Like white people are just the devil. Mm-hmm. And J- Donald Trump came out and he held a torch for white people and they got on board with that. It That's resonated. But yeah. you know what?
4: To mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. um, you know Hillary had a shot, but I think America doesn't want to see a woman running. Well, that, yeah, that became country. evident. I, yeah. you, you know, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I think, right? Yeah, that's why I think Donald Trump really won. The, you know, Putin really might have helped him.
0: Yeah. Well, win, yeah. and mm-hmm.
4: we'll see what happens later on down the line. But to me, that's what I think really happened. Like. America's not ready for a woman to take
1: control. Mm-hmm. They they may or may so, not, know, not be. I, yeah. I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And that's they, sad. Democrats and might run sad. another women. And, it's sad. A woman because, could win. You know. a woman could win. I mean, Hillary yeah. got more votes than Donald right. Trump overall. So that's not really true because she got more than fifty percent of the total vote. She yeah, did. but
4: something happened. Well, Here's you know what happened. People
1: are sick and tired of the identity politics. They're mm-hmm. sick of it. And Democrats, instead of talking about real issues like the economy, like the wars, like traditional things that I became a Democrat for a long time ago because I was anti-war. Right. Because I I was against racism and against uh, the idea that gays can't get be married. Well, now gays can be married. Right. Yeah. Most of the laws have been changed. So there's no real instant. Well, there's no real institutional racism except maybe like in the prison system. Sure. Things of that nature. All right. But yet Democrats still just keep hitting the identity politics harder than ever. Yeah. And they didn't learn from last time of Trump winning because I think that's why he won. And they're doing it even more now. And they're going to end up giving him a second term if they don't start hitting the real issues. Well, no. The thing that was telling to me the last election with Trump is that
0: he wins, okay? He beats this woman who is qualified and has some obviously some baggage that people didn't care about. But days after winning, a shitload of women with pink hats roll into wherever. They protest and they're pissed off that Trump won and so on and so forth. If you look at the polling, a large number of those women either A stayed at home or B voted for Trump. So what that showed is America may not be ready for women, but also women may not be ready for women. There, a lot of times, it's a lot. I mean, and women will throw arrows at me after I say this. Women are a lot harder on women a oh, lot of times, sure, for sure, than men are. Yeah. So, for the, that rally to occur after their woman lost, and judging by the numbers, a large number of those women probably either a did not vote. Or, or voted for Trump turns out to be kind of bullshit. Right. Kind of yeah. bull. I yeah. mean, and hey, I appreciate you protesting going out First Amendment. If you're going to vote different this time, great, so on and so forth. But to have that come right after, you know, the Trump
1: election, women protest... Was not genuine to me. Yeah, it did not come off as genuine. No, they didn't vote. And again, going with that that protest, right? Mm-hmm. What, what did we have at that protest? We had the pussy hats, right? Yeah. Okay. The pink so hats. what? So what came out after that is the social justice warriors attacking themselves because the pink hats were not inclusive of women who don't have pink vaginas. Like that was a real thing. That was a that was a yeah, new story. Well, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's, that's why just, they'll lose an election. Yes. yes, like, yes that's you why got it. a movement, you got everybody together, and now that you start eating each other because the pussy hats weren't representative of women with different colored pussies. Exactly. And speaking of pussy.
2: Pussy. Pussy. Puss, puss, puss.
1: Let's go
0: to Asia Argento right Let's talk
1: pussy oh yeah she's
0: argento oh, yeah, love her. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll skip ahead and go to her
1: she, she's kind of the the woman who uh really kicked off the me too stuff right yeah, she, did. she she's the first person who who came out against Harvey Weinstein yes then we find out so she was legitimately abused by Harvey Weinstein right that's legit okay but then he's rolling his eyes i don't know why but
2: okay but then <laughs> then we find
1: out that she supported Roman Polanski coming back into America, like she signed that petition, sort of hypocritical. This, not sort of. That's one hundred percent hypocritical. Then Anthony Bourdain. Then she gets accused of uh, molesting some young boy. Anthony years Bourdain old. paid allegedly. this kid off. Allegedly. Okay, allegedly paid this kid off, and then she cheated on him, and he killed himself, and he you know said one of the reasons was because she sure. didn't. He didn't name uh, her, but he said but, he's a woman. Yeah. Okay. So then it comes out this week that that, that young actor, his name is uh, Jimmy Bennett. He mm-hmm. was 17. Yeah. She molested him. And, yeah. Okay. So if you're 17, uh, yeah. you're not okay, really Okay, so molested. number one. Number one. Number one. Okay. Number one. You're a 17-year-old dude, and you're getting some from this hot 39-year-old him. actress. That doesn't count. Yeah. Just be fucking grateful. Right. Exactly. You know Happy. what I mean? like. Hello? Be, you won the lottery! Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. You she know, didn't molest man you. man up, man up. She didn't molest you. Send her a thank you card. Yeah. You know, you I don't think. you don't need to press charges. That's number one. Yeah. But number two, why is the feminist community and the Me Too movement not coming down on this woman?
0: Exactly. Why does at she get all. a pass at all? Well, for obvious reasons, is that she she started she it. started it, and but she's an offender. No, she is technically she is. But my point is with this: if you're having sex with someone. And you get mad at something that happens later in life. That isn't part of the sex. Stop reporting this shit. If you're 17 and you had sex with a 39-year-old, like Maddie said, be happy and be grateful. Don't make it into a federal case. She... she it, it it does cloud whatever she's done in terms of Me Too, because technically she is an offender. But it's just... it. Well, he's a minor. Anyway, you look at it, he's a minor. Regardless, And so... Yes, that's the law. That's the law. But you just get caught up in this thing of these people who just keep telling, oh, well, so yeah. and so did this to me. And again, if it's valid, idea, I get it. This idea but,
1: that regrettable sex is rape, where the fuck did this come from? I, I've regretted <laughs> a lot of sex. A lot How old of sex. Where are you
0: in fifth grade? You're, Your 11, 12. 11, 12 years old. Something. Like that. If Miss Castro, oh god,
4: Miss Castro was tooting my horn, I wouldn't say a motherfucking thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back then, in fifth grade, I yeah. love Miss. I love Miss Castro. Agree, I agree. 100%. Walking down the aisles, yeah, looking at her ass and those jeans. <laughs> Do you have Miss Castro you know? too? No. no. I was it, you some it was yeah. just
1: like wonderful. Yeah, we had a couple of those too. We had we had some hot teachers. <laughs> <laughs> we had some hot teachers who got down with students, right? Yeah. And yeah. And nobody nobody tattled. Down we down were like that's bad? fucking badass. Yeah. I'm why not me? It wasn't yeah. why, it wasn't me too, it was why not me. Yeah, right? yeah. So why not me movie? It's definitely right? it's definitely yeah. creepier if the twenty-five year old teacher is doing it with the sixteen year old girl than the twenty-five year old teacher and the sixteen year old boy. I don't know why, but it's different. It's, it's not the different. same thing. Right.
2: You are going to turn down okay. Pussy like face. staring you smack in your face.
1: Different. Right, it's different. Yeah. That said, she broke the law. She kicked off this movement, and the movement is not giving her any backlash. Yeah. And it, 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 it's that's bullshit.
0: Harvey's getting off. Yeah. No, I get that. And and he's the thing is, off right there, the the whole thing is bullshit on yeah, every level. There's a picture she of the two the of them off. in bed with a selfie with their you know they're obviously naked after a session yeah he looks very happy he looks happy Damn. she looks fulfilled okay let that shit happen and let's move on but I, why I do you can't.
4: bring Anthony Bourdain's name into it he let was, him rest
1: in peace yes well let him yeah. rest in peace well he put it in his it suicide is note his final yeah <sighs>
0: Yeah. And ladies, if you're with someone who commits suicide, there's a very good chance that you may be part of the reason that oh that man. happened.
2: Facts. It's just facts. facts
0: it's facts. just like if you're dating, I'm, I'm sorry, in yeah. the suicide community, there is one. If you, if if you kill one, yourself
1: over a woman, you're, you're weak. I'm, That's
0: weak. And I, I didn't say it was right. I'm just saying that if you're dating a guy and it happens, then there's a very good chance that you... Yeah played a part in and, and vice versa and vice versa he, you're not completely to blame he's not the that's a really lame reason to take it is your own yeah it is it's, it's very bad but it happens you know all right so oh one thing i was in i knew a little bit about this but i didn't know the full breadth of this tsa the people that you know harass you as you're trying to get on your flight and make your flight and because of 9-11 tsa agents are hired gave a lot of people jobs great but they've made traveling a lot more difficult. It turns out, and I knew, like I said, I knew a little bit about this. Uh, the pre-TSA. Does anyone know what pre-TSA is? Pre-transsexual. Pre-trans-sexual? Yeah, you're pre- <laughs> you can walk through without getting <laughs> taking off your fucking shoes. That's yeah. It so there's this pre-TSA that you could sign up for. I think it's for anywhere between eighty five and hundred dollars. Where you go in, they do a background check on you. You give them their, your money. You get a pass for a limited time. I think it's you know if it's international, it's five years, whatever. But They make it to where if you pass your background check, you get to now sort of whisk through the TSA line when the whole point of TSA was to make things safe. So my question is, is this about money or again, is this about racial profiling? Because there's certain people, and I'm married to a half Arab woman, that will never pass this background check. (laughs) I don't care what you say. My wife is not my wife. The first time I ever saw that whole, you know, that blower thing when you go to the airport, where that was with my wife. Mm. She's half Arab, it follows her. She has special digits on her tickets when we buy them. Is this just another thing about traveling in terms of separating classes first class, coach, business class? Now you could go through quick check at TSA. What are your, what are your, what are your thoughts? I think that's racist. <laughs> okay, I agree. Number one,
4: yeah. But you know, number two is just like, look, dude. You know, like, you know, they haven't put me through pre-check. You know, because of my background, <laughs> <laughs> you have some red flags. Yeah, I have some red flags. It but other than that, you know, it's
0: just like, man, hey,
4: I feel safer. You know, let them do their thing. And at LAX especially, it kind of flows. It yeah. moves and it, you know, does its thing, but
1: mm-hmm. look, man, the the TSA is just something to give Americans a, a false sense of security. Yeah. They're not catching yeah. shit. It's no. a waste of time, it's a waste of taxpayer money. And this next thing, whatever they're doing, this is the first time I've heard of it, is bullshit. Just let it roll though.
0: Let it yeah. roll right now. But I mean it just seems like it's a separation of classes once again. Cuz like,
1: you know as big as IMB, yeah. I am, B. Yeah. Well, I have
0: to go first class.
1: I mean, look, yes. there's cuz I can't fit in. The whatever seat. they're that's doing, true.
0: you are a large man.
1: Whatever yeah. they're doing, if if you're trying to screen people, you got to you got a profile. Right. You have to. Yeah. I mean, that's just more efficient. That's part of the right? They're so, so, Ready to tackle their ass. But you know? no. the point is it's none of it's effective. They shouldn't be doing any of it. Yeah. Right. It's not effective.
0: No, I I you know, I think it's it was questionable at first, but now this makes it even more the questionable. Only, the
1: only things they catch are the things they set up. You know, that's yeah. the, only, the, the things they set up ahead of time to catch.
0: Yeah. No, one time I was traveling with Dog, and it was like right after 9-11. And there was a guy, I mean, this is bad, with a turban. And dog tells the guy, "Do you remember this?" The guy, yeah, like, you got it. Dog, dog says to the guy with the tarp, he's like, uh, "We're not gonna have any trouble, are we?" Yeah. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> this is uh, this is going straight to hell. But anyway, the, oh, yeah, God. I think it's just another way to separate classes, and it it's I think it's bullshit. But anyway, um Kanye. Our favorite guy, our oh favorite rapper, dude. oh, Kanye! I'm back on his team We're with we this. We talking
1: about Kanye? Ever, Whip it out, because see he's, out. So, he's,
0: he's so newsworthy. Yeah, he releases a song now? where he says he wants to smash his his sister in laws. He wants to have sex with his sister in law. Okay. And you know, he says, "Hey, basically the line is, you know, uh, you, you have problems. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll play the track.
2: You get sick thoughts. I got more." You
0: got a sister-in-law. You a smash. I got four of them. Okay, so Damn, Kanye just, just said what he sisters. said. He basically yeah. wants to, well, Damn. if you believe what he says, he wants to smash his four sister-in-laws. And he put it on a record. And I'm cool with it. I have been bashing Kanye since the slave comment, whatever. But he says what other guys think in this case. Yeah. And he puts it on wax. And the cool thing about it is that I'm sure Kim. I'm just wondering: Are the sisters cool with it? And if he like put it out there, do they follow through? Well, they're cool with it, I think, because he's worth over 100
1: million dollars. I think it's all right. They're worth more than that. Yeah. So, but
4: still, no, I the first think time cool I've agreed with, with, with you
1: today. Hmm. it's the first time I've agreed with you today. I think yeah. they're cool with it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um. you just know, talking. It's, look, it's Rand, Publicity. Exactly. It's PR. First of all, yeah.
1: every. Everybody in America wants to smash his four sister-in-laws, so okay. that's no big deal. Secondly, every married guy I know has those kind of thoughts about their sister-in-laws. Like, you know, before before my sister-in-laws got fat and pregnant, I wanted to smash all them secretly in my head. You know, Damn. I wouldn't say that out loud or on a podcast. Right. Yeah. That's going that. on, right? right? That, yeah. That's just normal guy thoughts. He's just taking right. normal guy thoughts. He's putting it out there. It's a little bit courageous but it's probably mostly just you know it's publicity like yeah. everything else Kanye does and I he would Kanye's do it back. he would do it
0: sure and I mean everybody and guys will not readily admit this but if you're with somebody there's a friend that you would like to smash yeah or <laughs> or you thought about smashing or dreamt, dreamt right. about smashing and saying
1: and saying you want to doesn't mean you're you're going, gonna do it. Guy we're we're sick. We're twisted. We have yeah. these thoughts every day, all day, all day. It's, yeah. Oh, so you know, Kanye, Kanye gets a point it. for. that. I'm so tired they
0: kill Backpage. Oh yeah, oh, Backpage. Yeah. You were a Backpage all star.
1: Oh well,
4: you know, you know I just, I used to just like pulling Backpage up and just looking, like if I was rolling on the street. Really? Yeah. No. You know, I just like looking Maybe, at the holes.
2: Right. I it, love
4: holes. If I mean, my wife knows what she got into. You know, I, I just love hoe. If
0: there was like there a back page, teach. here I come, Vegas. Too. If down. if there was a back page I like statistics, sugar. like a baseball card, he would have like a back page baseball card yeah. with like <laughs> how many runs batted in, how many <laughs> how many holes batted in, yeah. you know how many you I know field like goal percentage. It, I used whatever. to go to sleep at night just before I
4: went to sleep. I just look at back page. Oh God! All right, even some before people,
1: I look at a flip, count sheep. Dog, Dog, downs, I look count back page hoes yeah. no exactly. he was he You're was right, a back
0: page all star yeah. I have never seen anything like it but we'll, we'll elaborate, <laughs> elaborate I'm
1: sorry for your loss I'm so sad about that <laughs> R.I.P. <I'm> so
0: <laughs> R.I.P. back page
2: yeah. damn
0: it yeah so let's see what else do we got okay and so we talked about Hard Knocks last show I'm addicted to it wasn't really a strong episode this week but you know and just checking in with the t- uh, Cleveland Browns you got Josh Josh Gordon coming back. Um, fantasy wise, I've told everyone you can't count on him. I think Jarvis Landry is the receiver to own. Um, it's just he's just too unstable for you to own, or unless you can get him super super late in your fantasy drafts. Uh, you guys feeling anything with Josh Gordon coming
1: back? Nah, I don't think I. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd take him. Yeah, I, I, I do not fuck it through with him. I wouldn't fuck with I him. I mean, I'd take him if I could get him nice and late, but somebody's going to reach on him. You yeah. Know, he's got oh, a lot are. of talent. Somebody's, he's he's going in, you know, he probably won't last
0: till the seventh round. No. You want somebody to reach on him because that means another player will be available when you need him. That said,
1: yeah. you know, if he gets his shit together, he's he's a, a dynamic talent. Sure. But it just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. He's already messing up.
0: Big so. ifs. He's got, now he has, in addition to the drug stuff, he has, um, what is what do you call it? Um, uh, child support issues, and maybe facing jail time if he misses a child support payment. If you believe the reports, so um, still stay clear of Josh Gordon. Uh, that means Dez is no longer an option, probably in Cleveland. I have no idea where Dez would now end up. I don't know how much fantasy value he would have unless he's a number one receiver. You probably stay clear of him unless it's like the last pick in your draft. If you want to take a chance, and even that, I'd, I wouldn't I'd stay away. Yeah, there's Ryan,
4: there's Ryan might be out the league. Sad to say, but I think he's done. Could be it's, true. It's really surprising
1: yeah. nobody's picked him up yet. There must be something we haven't heard about yet. Well, I mean, he's not that old.
0: Baltimore made an deaths. offer. I don't know. In his 30s, like, something like he's that. It's not that Me old. In
1: 30s. Yeah, I mean, I. He he's been one of the best receivers in the league for many years. But he's with, had a couple Tony down years. with Tony Romo. Yeah, he's had a couple down years. I think there's something else going on we don't know about.
0: Well, Baltimore offered him a gig. He supposedly turned it down. Um he's twenty nine years old. Yeah. That's no, 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 not old, years old, old years by any prime. stretch. There's, you know, word that he only runs a couple of routes. He does not have the route tree that people were talking about. Um, I think his fantasy value is at is at a minimum, it's it's it's, well, it's very nothing. minimal. He doesn't, he doesn't have a team, but he, I think, he's the only value he could have is if if he's on a team where he's the guy, and those opportunities are not there until you know an injury occurs. So I think at the first sign of an injury, and he's
1: not going to be a team's number one guy, even if he gets a team. He's gonna that's. Be, and, yeah. and I he's think not, he's, he's th- not the kind of guy who's going to uh, do well with being the third. No, I don't team. think
0: he I don't think so he flourishes. I, I there. think that's
1: another reason teams might not sign him. You know, they, they can see he's not the kind of guy who's gonna accept being second fiddle or even third fiddle, so that's just that's just a headache they don't want to take on. And exactly. then I
4: think it's locker room issues. Right like yeah. Dez Bryant also. And then you're you're trying to get a job and you're making uh comments on Sean Lee. You know, you, you're doing all kind of stupid shit trying to get a job.
0: Yeah. so you That know, does not help.
4: Nobody wants the cancer in their locker room, I think. That's my opinion.
0: Yeah. Dog. Dog's opinion. And so you end up with a game last night. Tyrod Taylor gets hurt, and and Beggar Mayfield comes in. Tyrod Taylor comes back, and now he's okay again. People are criticizing uh, Hugh for putting him back in the game in a preseason game. I have a feeling that Hugh Jackson and the rest of the Cleveland Browns sort of want Baker Mayfield to be their number one quarterback, and they're going to do anything to make that happen. I I think Tyrod, or and again, it came out last week. Tyrod is really Tyrod. That whatever the fuck, whatever his name is. I'm calling clean. I don't think he has a long shelf life in Cleveland because I think there's a lot of forces that want Baker Mayfield to take this job.
1: I've been saying it since episode 1 That's when correct. you were calling it a racist pick to pick Baker Mayfield. I still think it's racist. He he's he's going to be the guy on day 1. Sure. That's just how you don't draft the quarterback number 1 and not put him in there. And uh he looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. I mean, I didn't know much about him coming in. He looks pretty good right Very now. Very
0: solid. Uh,
1: preseason for Baker. he I think he
0: threw two picks last night. Is that right? Yeah. But, like he, but, but the, you know, I he, agree yeah, not a big deal.
1: with Jay
4: Maddie because due to the simple fact, like, hey, man, you know, Tyrods, everybody's seen your work. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? The last few years, everybody knows what yeah. you're about. It's not bad, but he's not a franchise no, quarterback. No, exactly. Yeah. And, and, they, you, and your sorry ass used to start him. Remember? Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> old fantasy <laughs> war stories I can not believe
4: life. when I used to look at Jay lineup. I'd be at there
2: like,
0: or what Tyrod what the fuck is he doing sure yeah. so Tyrod is probably not long for the Cleveland Browns uh, they did pay him so hopefully and I don't remember how much mo- that money is guaranteed but I hope he took care of himself Adrian Peterson back with the Redskins Ooh, all day baby all day is coming back I don't think he has much value. I don't think he has more value than a guy like, say, Chris Carson with the Seahawks, who I think is guaranteed a starting position. I don't think Adrian Adrian Peterson came to the Redskins not to start. I think he probably will win that job, or he can win that job. If he does, I think he is a great pick late, very late in the draft. Not so much because of his ability, because of his inability to stay healthy.
4: Yeah,
1: like I said, <sighs> That's you can't, a horrible... can't draft a guy who enjoys beating children. That's a pass for me. Yeah, yeah but that ain't got nothing to do with the football field, issues right? issues of
0: fantasy football. Check this out.
4: Mm-hmm. All day, when you get inside the five-yard line, he's going to get to rock. If he's the number one back. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, when's, when's the last time he did
1: anything significant in the
0: league? I mean, yeah, he, played pretty, he played, yeah, played pretty decent in Arizona. And what is he,
1: 33, 34? Something like that. Yeah. He was looking nah, good tonight, though. Jay Madden, you got to look him up. Look this game up.
4: He was looking pretty good. He's on a bad
1: him. team. He's old. Um, that's a hard pass. He runs the rock. 33 years old for Adrian Peterson. It gets tough, and that's a that's a guy that's not a young thirty three. I mean, Adrian Peterson ran a lot hard, He's yeah, he got a lot miles, a his, and a knee injury. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he a guy who seemed to enjoy the contact. You know? Sure, tenth round. I'll I mean, he's get one, it. one of the, one, of the, I had one a of the best of all time, he Really yeah. is. No, I think but he's a Hall of Hall of Famer. famer.
4: Yeah, the thing sure.
0: is, is with guys like that, is knowing when to quit. He has nothing else to prove for his Hall of Fame credentials, in my opinion. Um, but he loves the game, obviously. So I'm not mad at him for trying to play. And if he can get a starting job, more power to him. I just wouldn't take him till very, very late uh, in the draft, like behind somebody like a Chris Carson, who is it looks like going to be for sure the number one uh, for now, back, for now in Seattle. Um, Elway, John Elway in this Kaepernick saga. Uh, made sure the press knew that Kaepernick, at least for a time, was on the radar of the Denver Broncos and was given an opportunity to accept a trade to Denver, but did not accept it. Uh, we do have sound from John Elway's news conference. Well, you know what, and I said this a while ago, and you know, I Colin had his chance to be here. We offered him a contract. He didn't take it. So, um, you know, and as I said in my deposition, and I don't know if I'm legally able to say this, but Uh, he's he's had
2: his chance to be here he passed it
0: and so Elway mentions all that but forgets to mention that this offer came before Kaepernick started protesting and also may have violated uh, something in the lawsuit that Kaepernick currently has against the league Uh, Kaepernick's lawyer uh, Mark Garagos who's world famous for representing tons of people said that it appeared that John Elway had something wrong with his head, a head injury or something like that. Maybe not the best use of words for uh, the NFL nowadays, but that's it. I think it was kind of stupid or not in the best taste for uh, John Elway to mention Kaepernick.
1: Why? Why? I mean, why did he mention him? How did it? What's the context?
0: He, someone asked him if Kaepernick was on uh, the Broncos' radar this year for a backup quarterback. He okay. says, "So that, he's answering a question." He's answering a question. All right, fine. But then he elaborated, and before. You know, the sound, the sound bite goes, he says, well, you know, I, I don't know if I could legally say this, but in my deposition, I said that we were going to try to make a trade for him. He shouldn't have mentioned that because anytime you have to say, I don't know if this is legal, it's probably not legal. So you probably shouldn't have said that. Just like if someone says, with all due respect, that means that someone right. is usually
1: <laughs> or, not. <it's> or <laughs> I'm not racist, but. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's usually <laughs> but a you bad know what, sign. Though?
4: Yeah. About Cap situation, mm-hmm. it's like this, man, with me. It's like, okay, Cap, you're quiet as fuck though. Sure. You're not even coming out and talking and shit. That's a problem. You know, that's what I don't like. Yeah. You know, but you know, I respect Cap what he did and everything like that. But come out and be more vocal and, you know, get to the point like Muhammad Ali or some shit. If you want to be like that, come to the forefront, baby. Yeah. yeah, what
1: what you know, he he's ballsy for what he did. Right. Mm-hmm. But He's not backing it up, though. He's not getting a job. He's not a great quarterback. He never was a great quarterback. He's better than all these damn backups. He's better than some backups. He's better than a lot of backups. Sure. But, you know, teams don't want to take on a backup with a headache. If he he was a superstar, mm -hmm. he'd have a job. But nobody knows his fucking point of view, though. You're not
4: talking. Yeah. You're so fucking quiet. That's true, too. Yeah, Yeah,
0: a lot of the... Sort of mixed messages that came from why? Why isn't he talking? I don't know, but that's that's he's to blame at least for the early sort of mixed messages that came from this movement. He did not articulate himself well, and maybe he didn't know what he was in for, and that that may not be completely his fault. Um, with Elway, I think there's an issue. I think if you work for any company, if you work you know at a mom and pop shop or you work at the highest corporation in the world. The people who make the decisions on hiring you are going to tell you, I don't feel comfortable with this guy for whatever reason. And we make a decision not to hire him. And that's totally fine. The problem becomes when that owner or that, you know, or that executive makes a call to another executive and say, we don't want you to hire him either. And I think that's what's really at the root of this case. If Kaepernick can prove it, I think he's going to get a lot of money and maybe even a job.
1: But I, is certain- that? Uh, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, there's no doubt that's wrong. But sure. Is that actually illegal for the NFL to do that? I mean, the NFL is a privately owned organization. Sure, I don't
0: think it's illegal for them to make a decision and say, hey, his skills are great, but he's too much of a headache. We're not going to pa- we're going to pass. I think that's per- perfectly fine. I get that. It, for what he brings. And at this point, it's probably a backup role. Is Do you really want to go through that drama every day? Maybe not. And that's totally fine. The problem is, is when you pick up that phone and you tell owner A, B, and C, hey, we're not signing them, you don't do it either. That's when I think you have the collusion. And that's what I think is...
1: What I'm asking is, is that even illegal within a private enterprise? The NFL is owned by all the owners, mm -hmm. right? Can't they do whatever they want in regards to that? Hiring? Well, it, it gets weird because
0: just like an owner would call maybe and get your advice on a player who played for you, It's a very fine line, but I think that if there's an overt act by members of the league to make sure that this guy doesn't get employed, I think it becomes more of a legal issue. And what do I know? Either way, it's not a a good look if that's the case. Sure, sure. Um, Jalen Ramsey went on a tirade and basically went off on a number of NFL quarterbacks calling, uh, you know, basically... uh, demeaning them and telling them that they weren't very good. I think he said that Ben Roethlisberger was, and bear with me now while I look at my sheet here. Let's he shouldn't out. say
1: shit rapist. about.
4: <laughs> no, he shouldn't say that's shit a, That's about, all you can
1: say about Ben. Yeah, he, ben Roethlisberger is a rapist. When
4: Ben is between the lines, you can't say shit about No, him. he's,
0: because he has year, a resume. This year I like Ben Roethlisberger a lot, and I haven't in years past, but this year I do. Um, What he said was, let's see here. He said that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco sucks. And Eh, that's a quote. Got a point. That's a point. That's actually, he's right there. He called Atlanta Falcons starter Matt Ryan overrated. You damn right. That That was good. That's true, too. And referred to Pittsburgh Steelers stalwart. There it is. Ben Roethlisberger as as decent at best. Yeah.
1: So... No, well, I mean, you know, they beat Pittsburgh last year. He's just talking shit. He's trying to yeah, get, well, get well, everybody fired up. He's sure. wrong. What I would tell. A top three quarterback in the league, at least top five.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, but what I would tell Jalen is Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a Hall of Famer. He is. So, other than that, you could talk about whoever you want to talk about. Then he pumped up his quarterback, Blake Bortles.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. And That's, he, lost cred- he lost credibility. there. Yeah, he's some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he also said that Josh Allen, the rookie with the Bills, is trash. Who cares? Based on what Who he cares, said that though? he he said I don't care what nobody say, and I'm quoting him. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash, and it's going to show too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. We play them this year, and I'm excited as hell. I hope he's their starting quarterback. But you know what? Good for you know good for him. It's it's trash talking. That it's, makes yeah, it it's trash
4: fun. talking. It makes the NFL more Literally. exciting. Yeah. yeah, and the matchups more ratings. Just by that comment, hey, maybe about five, you know, five thousand more people, or fucking fifty thousand more people might watch the game.
0: I think it's exciting. You got
4: know, Jacksonville versus Baltimore. Who's gonna watch that shit?
0: No, you're Jacksonville right. Jacksonville, Baltimore.
4: Yeah, that's it. That's it. I but mean, n- no, no, Jacksonville, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's gonna watch that shit,
2: right?
0: Yeah, but no, I, I, it's always good to get a guy who doesn't give a vanilla quote and. Jalen is obviously that guy. Um, You know, he has points, especially fantasy-wise. Joe Flacco, I would never draft. Uh, Matt Ryan is falling at at pick 15 now at at the last mock I did. Uh, Ben Roethlis... Yeah. That's, you know, that's a good people price. Or mixed Ryan. on Matt Ryan. I think Ben Roethlisberger is a Super Bowl
1: contending team and he's a quarterback who puts up numbers every year. Yeah, but see he, that's what that's why that's why you don't take Aaron Rodgers in the fourth round. You can get Matt Ryan in the fifteenth round. Fuck man. Aaron Rodgers is so <laughs> much better than Matt Ryan. He's gonna get you three, four more points a game.
0: Aaron Rodgers no. is so much better yeah, than Matt but Ryan.
1: We're talking fantasy football. He's he's gonna get you about four more points a game. Maybe, maybe not. It it the thing is Matt Ryan fell off last year.
0: I he's not near the tier of Aaron, somebody like Aaron Rodgers no, in my opinion. Stop. Hey B, what's happening?
4: Let me get you guys off off track for a minute. Okay.
0: Jay Maddie. Okay. Give me a
1: uh, sleeper <laughs> quarterback. Sleeper quarterback? This year, just one. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to say Eli B, give me one. Philip Rivers. And I'm going
4: to give you guys one. This is who I might draft. Okay. Right? Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, a lot of people. It's polarizing. Jimmy, him. Yeah. that's a sleeper.
1: See, I'm you, talking about Yeah, but you, wise Neither one of those are sleepers. Both of those guys are uh, top well, 15 guys. Really?
4: Jimmy's a sleeper but because he hasn't had a full
1: season under his belt. Yeah. People are pretty high on Jimmy this well, year, they could and Philip Philip's top twelve. But yeah. Look, in all my mock drafts, like you know, under twenty. Look, in all my mock drafts,
4: Jimmy's been there, yeah, eighth, ninth, tenth round. Sure,
0: and so it's sa- same thing with like Philip. I but,
1: might shoot the dice on him this yeah, year. Yeah, but he's going to probably be a starter on somebody's roster. Oh my, yeah, no, that's I mean a, a, that's not a sleeper. A sleeper
0: in terms, I'm thinking of sleeper in terms of late draft picks. In terms of well, Jimmy now, will you, be late if you want to go deeper than that. I will go with Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. first full strong. year.
4: Everybody talks about his arm is strong.
0: He, he's going to throw the ball a lot. They're going to give him opportunity to fail. Either, but you see with him, I think it's going to be either big points or big disappointment. What about Alex big Sleeper? I'll what go about Alex, Alex?
1: Oh, that's, go that's, a good one. Yeah, that's going deep. That's he's going deep. That's going deep. He's got D. the he, the coordinator. He's got the weapons. I say Alex Smith again. No,
0: nah. he's always underrated. Yeah, different I, system. I, I'll take him fifteenth. Yeah, like I have been, but Trubisky's a good sound pick, be- and for no other reason than they are going to give him opportunity, he's gonna throw. That's yeah. the one thing we know, right? Coming, coming without anything else. They got him, Allen Robinson, they got him, Burton. He's gonna throw, so that's that. All right, all right. Oh, Urban Meyer mm. coming back with Urban Meyer. Um, Urban Meyer, uh, just recently or today actually sent a letter. Uh, to Courtney Smith, the wife of his assistant who was involved or actually was accused of beating her. He, he was married to Courtney Smith and he was, Urban Meyer was criticized for not apologizing to Courtney Smith during his uh, press conference a couple days back. Urban Meyer's been given a three-day suspension for his um, involvement in this matter where his assistant uh, coach had a history of domestic disputes with his wife. He knew about it, he acted like he didn't, and he got three games.
4: But you know what? If I was in Urban Meyer's situation, I would have acted the same way, and I probably would have got canned. <laughs> you know, because I'm black. There's a point. There's a point. But you know what? Yeah. He was trying to cover up for his boy. Sure. You know, so it was just like, you know, he didn't want to see nobody get fired and shit. Yeah. You know, but hey. It's a touchy situation nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, nobody would even give a fuck. But I understand. But Ohio State came kind of weak because they only gave him a three-game suspension. They give
1: kids three-game suspension. And look what they did
4: for Terrell Pryor. Remember Terrell Pryor? Yeah. For what tattoos and shit like that, Mm -hmm. right?
0: No, I think the thing is, is with. Anything in any organization, you have the buddy system. Uh, Urban Meyer had his buddy, and he kept yeah. his buddy on and tried to defend his buddy. But there's a line. You're, you know, you hope your buddy is qualified, and you get him a job, and you help him out, and that's great because you guys are friends, and he's benefiting, hopefully, and you're benefiting from his experience that was and his, his boy. Talent. This is his boy, but. There has to be a line because as much as I love the two of you, Indeed. I would never let you guys keep me from a check. Right. So exactly. if it came to a point where, hey man, we may fire you because Maddie, uh, you know, was caught fondling himself in the break room again, then
1: again, it,
0: or then Maddie was beating up third, on some holes. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I'd have to cut you loose. Oh, no, make it
1: make
4: it more serious.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Make or for the white man, for the white. Okay, he was beating his wife. Yeah, exactly. He's full-on beating his wife, my Jay minority Mann. wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have to cut you loose. But that's the thing is that, and, and you start to look at <laughs> Urban, oh, <shit>. like how <laughs> close is he to like a Joe Paterno who looked the other way on all those boys getting abused. For- oh, no. man, don't start
1: talking about Joe Paterno. You're going to have Pennsylvania coming after you.
0: Bring it, Pennsylvania. And and Catholic Church, it's the
1: same thing. Like yeah. you can't look the other way uh-huh. while little boys are getting. Or, or, that was that's Pennsylvania too. That's Some, the same like, thing. Like three hundred priests. Sure. At- Is it Penn State a Catholic school? No. No, oh,
0: but it's in that Catholic area. That tell you know,
1: and you know. I mean, you as a Catholic, and I grew up Catholic. How can you still defend that at this point? It's and I know Catholics yeah. de- defending it. Like, yeah. okay, a couple priests. You know they they do it. They get away with it. You got three hundred priests molesting kids. You knew about that shit. You're the, Catholic the last, too, right? Yes, I the am. Last, he's he's the last pope that the German guy, mm-hmm. Ratzinger, is that his Rat, name? I think that was him. He is the only pope who, like, stopped being a pope. Who didn't? You know, popes sure, usually was they pope and they keep pope in and then they die and then they get a new pope. Yeah. This guy poked for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they got him out of there. I think it's probably because he. He knew some shit. I think he knew about us. I think he was covering it up, and they just decided to get rid of him before it caught up to him.
0: No, it, it's it's strange with the Catholic faith in that if you're old school, even going back to where they spoke Latin in church, there is a certain sort of dedication that is un, like unprecedented and, and really unexplainable. Uh, you end up with my grandmother, great grandmother, were just the way they talked about the Catholic Church was different than the way my parents did and the way we did. And so they there's just this blind faith that, oh, you know, forgive Father O'Flaherty. He's just very friendly.
1: And you say, no, Father O'Flaherty is not just very friendly. He's got issues. You gotta you gotta get rid of the whole altar boy system.
2: You know, that it's, might be it's a not
1: it's not that Catholics are bad. It's that whenever you have any environment where there's a lot of kids Pedophiles are attracted to that environment. It's why you have a pedophile problem in the Boy Scouts. Right? Sure. They yeah. have an epidemic there, too. It's because yeah. pedophiles are going to go where the kids are. Yeah. So get the kids out of the, the church. Why, why do we need altar boys? Let adults do that job.
0: Well, on top of that, you also have the fact that you got all these young boys around, a bunch of men that have voluntarily said, hey, yeah. I don't like sex with women. right? Okay. Or I don't like sex. There you go. Then you start to wonder, like, okay, well, what kind of guys are these? And if they swing another way, yeah, they should they should also that, let him marry. But yeah, that's but never you, gonna happen. But you know what? I
4: grew up in the Catholic school. Yes you did. You know. Really?
1: I I must be sitting here with the only two black Catholics in the He's Los not Angeles. Catholic. No, I'm yeah. not Catholic.
0: No, he's not Catholic. But you know the
4: fried. thing is is it makes me sick to my stomach to hear about it. You know, just to hear
1: about it, you know. Well, this I is was an altar boy, and it, I, I never saw any of that. But yeah, you I know, mean, like, it's happening. It's, sure it's happening.
0: So, well, you see, the thing right. is, it's this whole thing is what it's made is your what you thought was an innocent sort of Catholic experience at your elementary school. Years later, you start to wonder, like, hey, you know that guy, that priest was really yeah. friendly toward me. Was hey, that- B, have you ever been touched? <laughs> <laughs> never. I no, I will tell you one thing. Yeah, in high school, there was a priest, and I, the guy with the beard. Who went around campus and basically solicited he confessions? Touched you. He touched you. No, he never touched you. me. Oh, Okay, <laughs> you bastard. No, he never touched me. But it was just weird. Now thinking back years just later, to have you sit on his lap? That, <laughs> that he was. <laughs> you know, you he would be soliciting these. He'd be on campus. Hey, have you, Bible stories. Have you? Yeah, long by the fire. Yeah, bearskin rug, the whole thing. No, Jesus. that's not true. But. It's just, you start looking at them differently and how they acted because it was just, now it seems very weird that he would just on certain days, hey, have you been to confession in X amount of time? And you'd be like, "Uh, yeah, father, I, you know, whatever. But you don't know. Um, There was our, what is it? Our principal, our freshman year, he got wrapped up in the sex scandal and that actually made them get rid of our high school. We no longer have our high school in existence. Because the archdiocese, it got wrapped up in that like $60 million lawsuit. The archdiocese closed the school to help pay the
1: lawsuit. And that's what happened. If you're going to become a priest, mm-hmm. you either really, really love Jesus and Mary or you love little boys. That's the only two reasons. That's, that's the it, only two reasons. It makes so sense. So remove the little boys from the equation and you go a long way to fixing the problem. But I you know what? Why can
4: you be a priest and like hookers?
1: Well, it you see that's the thing.
4: I
0: think the marrying thing. I think that's what that speaks to.
4: Yeah, like I don't Mm. understand that. Like you know, hey,
0: yeah, I'm a priest.
4: If I'm a priest, Jesus, Jesus liked hookers. Yeah, yeah, Mary Magdalene, right? Yeah, he was cool with Mary. Yeah, yeah. You you see what I'm saying? Like, hey, I like hook. I don't have to sleep with them. I can help them.
0: Yeah, you you see what I'm saying? Like,
4: hey, what's this podcast turning
0: into now? Now we're we're religious religious
1: hour with. Like, yeah, with like everybody's it's Catholic.
0: No, but yeah, Mary Magdalene <laughs> and Jesus, Jesus would put, you know, he took, she, she wiped his face and he left the imprint of his face yeah. on a towel. You sure wasn't like, come on the why no, Never mind. Know. Why <laughs>
1: How does why is it always come back to Hookers with you? <laughs> I don't every, know. Every man. Discussion. I, I love oh, Hookers. Catholic Church and
4: priests. But I, yeah, I, I I feel like, As we get
1: set to go to Vegas, you know, I feel like, like
4: hookers. hookers are. You he's going
1: to get it so that my wife is going to veto this Vegas trip. Oh, no, no, Talking no, about how much no. you love hookers No, I lo- as we head off. We won't, we, won't I love re- we won't release it before we go to Vegas.
4: Yes, <laughs> I love hookers, though. But, you know, hey, everybody got to get their money, you know, as long as they're safe. You know, nobody does anything I, to I've them. I've made I'm many a speeches
0: about I was just about to say that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love All prostitutes. All right. Hey, tell B,
4: tell everybody to pay attention to week three of the preseason. Okay. Because you, you basically, can actually, all the starters you could actually are playing tell like yourself. maybe a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling them right now. I'm okay. Go ahead. You're we'll good. look, all the drunk, starters sorry. are playing at least a quarter or a half a quarter. Check out your depth charts because week three is very important. Because week four, people, you know, the starters aren't playing. Yeah. And it's irrelevant. Yeah. Sure. And then it's cash is trying to make the team. So you know just. You know, go on your DirecTV, whatever the fuck you guys got, and look at week three games, you know what I'm saying, preseason games, and check your starters out, make sure people aren't injured and shit like that, and, uh, you know, go from there. Kind of, you know, I'm just giving you guys, you know, a, a bone from the dog. You feel me? No, that's... that's so,
0: you know, that's it. That's important stuff because... Your your opinions can change leading up to the draft. I know there's only two weeks away for some of you. Some of you guys have drafted already. Some of you guys are drafting this weekend. It's it's an ever-changing experience. So any type of tip you get, and no tips are wrong. You've, you, you either blend with somebody or you don't. You follow a guy. You like his thoughts. It's what makes this fantasy thing so spectacular. But I'm going to just give my 10 or 11 commandments real quick before we part.
1: 11 um, quick.
0: 11 quick. I'm going to blitz through these. Have an opinion about a player. Figure out who you want on a daily basis. Figure out who's your guys. Who, who do you want? Who do you want a runner back? Who do you want a tight end? Who do you want a quarterback? Rank those players so you can figure out when they're available and when you can take them in the draft. Draft all of your starters, including your kicker and your defense, before you go to your bench players. People will disagree with me on this. Matt, Matty does. Um... You're drafting for week one. Remember that. You're trying to go out of the three games, you'd love to go two and one or three and oh because your percentages of making the playoffs get very tough if you have a losing record after week three. It gets very tough. Three. Um don't draft two non-quarterbacks or non-kickers from the same team. Diversify your team. Diversify your bonds, nigga. Do not have uh, you know, two receivers from the same team, two a uh, running back and a receiver from the same team because you're playing against yourself in some aspects. Some people will disagree, but that's my thought. Uh, four, let's see. Draft two, two running backs with your first pick or running back with the third. We've gone over that. Um, again, your goal, number four would be, or sorry, number five would be to, to secure three running backs, one in your flex, two in your running back one and running back two positions. You're again, you're picking your running your wide receiver third. I don't even
1: know what you're saying. Right now. I'm
0: yeah, I've, I'm off the tequila. Um, again, pay attention to ADP. If you're trying to get a third running back and he doesn't fall where the ADP that you've been following suggests he falls, pick another player that's better and try to get him later on in the draft. Um, only draft number one wide receivers. If Antonio Brown is gone off the Steelers, don't mess around with Juju Smith Schuster because. Anytime that Antonio Ball, I'm sorry, Antonio Brown gets a ball thrown in his direction, Juju is not getting that ball, and Antonio's going to get a lot of balls thrown in his direction. So number one receivers, stick with them.
1: That's it. You don't take him ever.
0: Juju Smith? Yeah. No, he's a he's a number two. I mean, if you could get value for him, you're, you, you're going
1: to have six number one receivers on your team.
0: I want all number ones That's because not,
1: not even possible.
0: It happens every year people like larry fitzgerald fall people like jarvis landry fall
1: yeah but you 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 got 20 rounds you're not going to get six
0: well okay this is again and i got to always say this this is for 12 but 12, 12 teamer not necessarily for a 14 teamer or you know a larger league but for those 12 you want a number one you want number ones in all of your slots
1: that's what you want. Starting, sure. Starting, sure. Definitely. If if someone's going to take Juju, and he's probably going to start for them. he be a good. Yeah, and they can have him be because a great flex guy
0: because he's competing with Antonio Brown also. And season. look, Dog needs to throw a bone right Go, now. D- dog's throwing a bone.
4: Check this out. Alshon Jeffrey, okay, is having rotator Cup problems, so they don't know if he's going to start the season. Sure. So just you guys, just pay attention to your injury reports mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shit like that. You know, with Alshon. Yes. So cuz you know he's out there, you know, motherfucker's pumping him up and shit, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? He could he might not come back to the fifth game of the season. So
1: be careful. Exactly.
0: You want to try to get the best kicker available. Those guys, those Gaskowski's, yeah, Zerlines I'm
1: clean up against you this year.
0: It's the same I'm, gonna... I'm telling, you, same strategy I won Wait the championship to spend your with. Money. Oh, please leave the kicker there yeah. for me late in the draft you guys won't be sorry if you do follow my advice I swear to God Uh, don't wait for injured or suspended players or people with questionable histories Josh Gordon stay away from Josh Gordon please because as I said in week I don't know three of this podcast
1: he's 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 back back,
0: but you'd be a fool to count on Josh Gordon this year he's already been late to practice he's already been late to whatever Jarvis Landry's the guy to own if you're Cleveland Brown um, bless him. That's what he said. Bless I just him. didn't like how Cleveland was moving the ball the other day, man. Like, yeah, but that you see, but that tells you they're going to be behind a lot. Baker looked okay. Baker yeah. will be fine. Yeah. Cleveland will be behind. They will throw the ball to Jarvis Landry. Um, I like tiny and Njoku. Oh, and that's another. And Joku was a very, very, very late pick. Now it's going to be very tough to get him. If you can get him for your bench, do so. Um, number 10, when you're drafting your bench, we're running backs are a priority again. Try to get your Isaiah Crowell's who go late. Also, look for number one receivers and leverage. Know who you're drafting against. If you have Pittsburgh Steeler fans like Maddie, and you end up with the Steeler, you can basically rob his bank because he's going to probably pay more for Ben Ben Roethlisberger than anybody else. It's just facts. If you have a Dallas Cowboy and you end up with Des Bryant late. Somebody, like a guy in our league, will probably overpay for Des Bryant. Right. That's how that goes. So that's it. Oh, and the last one, don't draft any Patriot running backs. Those are my commandments. Take them or leave them. I won the ship last year. You didn't, probably. I'm just saying. So I'm just saying. And we're heading to Vegas next. Part of our Vegas trip, actually, is our Segregate Your 8 segment that I brought back. You didn't think I was going to remember that. Segregate Your 8. Maddie will pick a team of fantasy players that are all white. I will pick a fantasy team of players that are all black. We will do this through the whole season and determine how badly I beat Maddie. (laughs) Because this is going to be like stealing candy from a baby. But anyway, so that's coming in Vegas. We are at the FPPC in Vegas in... Two weeks, two and a half weeks, um, September 6th, 2.30 is our uh, podcast time. We'll be there. Hopefully, you will be, too. If you do drop by, we do sign stuff. You may not want our signatures. You may not like us. I don't know. So drop by and say hello. And that's it. Anybody else with any parting words?
4: Peace
3: out, players. That's good. All right. The finest coming soon. Coming in, that's right. And Dale. Yes. Thank you thanks for, thanks coming for coming in. in, Dale. When's it premiere out here? November 2nd.
0: Right, Cinemark. We'll be there. there. Be there. All right, and we are on Twitter. Uh, you can go to at my big black fp or at b underscore mbbfp like my big black fantasy podcast. Also, you can email us, and our email address, strangely, is email us at mybigblackfantasypodcast.com. Doggy has just gotten on Twitter. Doggy, do you remember your Twitter? Uh, Hell no. And I don't even know how to work that shit. <laughs> but we about to blow up, baby. Well, yeah. Dog is available. I will mention that at some point later. Facebook.com slash the dad is super bad. There you go. So there you have it from a bunch of middle-aged men trying to remember their Facebook and Twitter codes, which is always interesting to hear. And I stole Dale's, Dale's line. His words. Facts. 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 So, thank you guys for listening. Once again, it's been a pleasure. Looking forward to this fantasy season. We'll be in Vegas. Draft time is upon us. Put the shit talking to rest. Go beat somebody's ass. Thanks for listening. Like Not a bitch, though. Like like Don't please. I an Don't and I got
2: hunger, pain
0: that grow insane. Let me do that. Sound familiar. If it does, then you're like me. Make an excuse that your relief is in the bottom of a bottle. And the green is in the leaf. As the window open, I release everything that can roll inside of me. I see you joking why you laugh. Don't you feel bad? I probably sleepin'. Never have a wake up. Never ever wake up. Never ever wake up. And God I trust. But just when I thought I had enough.